right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Wrestling Hooligans. It's Sunday, and I'm over here with uh, Shaji. Say, what's up, Shaji? What's up? Not a usual time, but that's why we're missing a hooligan, too. Yeah, we're missing a hooligan. He had to rearrange his schedule for for Friday, but we ended up not doing it on Friday because uh, we still had to watch SmackDown. And then um, Shaji was lit. (laughs) I was lit up. Well, I had some bad news, but we've talked about that. We'll yeah. see. Hopefully, it's good news this coming week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he was lit, and then we tried to do it yesterday, but uh, no can do yesterday. So, yeah. today it's uh, sun- Sunday, so we already watched all our shows, so we should be good to go. Yeah, and, you know, this should drop at the same time anyway, so yeah. not, not too bad. Uh, today we won't be going over uh, Dark Side of the Ring. We're gonna leave that until when we have the next hooligan uh, next to us, and uh, we'll give you guys uh, hopefully uh, three episodes right there where we yeah. talk about uh, all three episodes of um, Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. So, uh, what are you drinking over there? <laughs> it finally came in. <laughs> oh man! Yes. El Segundo, Steve Austin's Broken Skull IP. I had to buy oh, nice. I had to buy this off of Craft Beers. And it was Ooh. it was like 20 bucks shipping. <laughs> Almost co- cost more than the beer, the shipping alone. Yeah. And it took like two. But is it worth it? Bill. Is so, it worth it? So um, cheers. What cheers. You what you got over there? I got dogfish head. Um mm-hmm. It's a sequenced ale of sour. You know, it's a nice light beer to drink on a Sunday. So, I'm not gonna lie, Stone, uh, Stone Cold has some good, uh, some good beer. Yeah, I don't think he put his name on it if he didn't like it. Yeah, it, it's I obviously it's an Indian pale ale, and uh, it doesn't have that uh, that bad aftertaste like some of those strong uh, IPAs. Yeah, so is like it still hoppy though. What would you say? Yes, it is. It's still a little bit. Yes, but it's not. It's not bad, especially when it's nicely chilled. Oh, it's perfect, man. Yeah. I was. Uh, <laughs> I opened up uh, two of them uh, over the weekend, and I was like, "Yeah, and this is this is gonna. I, I'm gonna wait until it goes to Florida. I ain't paying twenty dollars shipping again, but it should be getting here soon, though." <laughs> yeah. So, Jake, a funny story. I, I told you a little bit earlier, but I was like, well, I might as well, you know, our listeners know. So I'm standing at the alligator farm here in St. Augustine with my sunglasses on, just hanging out. And I hear, hey, sir, hey, sir, like a tap on my shoulder. And so I'm like, I turn around, I'm like, what does this guy want? He's like, are you Ricochet? I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, I get this all the time. But <laughs> like, are you Ricochet? My son, you know, really wants a picture and autograph from you. And his son's like hiding behind his wife who's sitting on his bench right here. And he's so nervous about meeting me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, and then you, you could just, you picture right now, my wife like walks on just rolling her eyes. He's like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got mistaken for a little ricochet again. Look at that. Look at that. That's what's up. It's the bald head, man. It's the bald head, and you yeah, got that beard, bald head. You got the physique for it. Yeah, we're the same size too. Like both of us, five eight, five nine. You know, about the same weight too. So, 
you know, we got tats all over, like on the arm, same arm and everything. It's just funny. I think he's got a dragon too. <laughs> on his back. Oh man, you guys got matching tattoos. <laughs> like I'm not a ricochet. But you know, I talk so much, you know, I do talk shit about Ricochet too, like about his promo skills, but he's an amazing wrestler at the same time. He definitely is. And we respect that, but you know, we both do say he needs to work on that promo and his mic work a little bit more or just, you know, just sit in the room with Paul Heyman just one whole day and just work with him. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll come along. Yeah. Not Otherwise, he's going to be in that mid-card position forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. If he doesn't develop that, yeah, you're right. But by far, he's uh, an awesome athlete. He's got a nice little tag team going right now with um, with uh, Cedric Alexander. Yeah. Good. And I think they made uh they made a name for themselves if I'm not mistaken. Did they? Yes. They're called the uh, Flying Something. Yeah. I can't remember it right now. Well, I mean, this is a way maybe like get popular this way and then break apart later on for the two of them because they both need this. I think they're I think. called I think they're called the two two fly crew or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. I think that's what they named themselves, two fly crew. Hey, they need it right now because otherwise they could be fired. Otherwise, you know, <laughs> they could be let go and released like everyone else. But they're well, still there. They're in Let's go. They live. Paul, I know Paul Heyman really likes Ricochet. So. Well, I know they live in Florida, so obviously uh, that benefits them because then they're readily available to to do the tapings right now. So. Yeah. But it would be. I I do want one day to get a picture with Ricochet. I do want to meet him, be side to side with him one day. It would be a great picture. And then I'll dress up as Prince Puma. Man, that might happen at next WrestleMania, bro. <laughs> and then they're going to hire me one day, be like, hey, you want to be Prince Puma for us? And then that's where my career takes off in pro wrestling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be as like stunt double one day, you know, coming there. on in. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But um, but yeah. So you know, I'm a little rough right now. I haven't been able to go to the barber. I know this is gonna be on YouTube. I apologize to all the uh, to all the viewers on YouTube. I'm over here, Scruffy McGruff. Yeah. Hey, but Phase Two should be coming out this week. Hopefully, <laughs> the those barbers will be part of that part. You know. Oh yes. But there's gonna you'll be waiting a while too. You better get in there real quick because everyone's been going to the barber. Oh yeah. I, um. I There's think, a funny amount of bald heads these days. Everyone shaved their hair off lately. <laughs> well, you got it lucky because you just have that. You, you know, you have been doing uh, it already. <laughs> you've been shaving for like years with the bald mm-hmm. head look, you know. But for um, what some will call it with uh, with me, it's a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. You know, what I mean, I don't. I, I I could pull off the bald bald head look, but I'm not. Wait, I'm not ready for that yet. You know what I mean? No. You're not ready. Not yet. I'm gonna give it some time. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> From when I knew you, you had dreads and everything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, so that that's you did it all. Yeah, <laughs> you've had every hair do I think possible. I think so, just about, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, so um, let, let's get started, man. I mean, before we start, uh, shout out to all our listeners overseas, uh, in New in the states, in uh, New York, Florida, Texas. Uh, Bermuda, uh, Thailand, 
um, Ireland, England, Australia. Um, what is it? I think I'm forgetting one. Yeah, and if I forgot you, I'm sorry. We'll get. Uh, I'll remember that for the next time. Shout out to you guys. Appreciate all the support. And uh, what's more, oh, I didn't mention. Uh, you know, I, what I've noticed that in the last, uh, I don't know, like four podcasts, we haven't shot out the the healthcare workers, the ones working on the front line. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, know, I know you're one of them. You know what I mean? So appreciate it. Thank you for, thank you for what you're doing. You know what I mean? I know uh, you had some bad news today, but hopefully it turns into good news in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah, and no, actually, you know, on, um, so I do work at like a nursing home or anything, and I did on Friday, I finally got that coronavirus test. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the National Guard and everyone came into our work, and you know, it was voluntary, but at the same time, I want to know. I, I would rather know than not know. So yeah, no. I should discuss with everyone else that worked there. And so we should have results today or tomorrow. Um, letting us know if we're COVID positive or negative. I and then if I'm negative, you're hanging out with me next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell your wife over there. <laughs> we just took that freaking test. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what's going to be her first response, right? What? She's going to be like, well, uh, you could be asymptomatic for like 40 days. <laughs> uh, but that tells, tells you if you're negative or positive. All right, all right. That, that thing made me cry too. That made me cry. Like they put that stick all the way up your nose. It was like up in there. And then all of a sudden it like, here's your like, hits your like tear duct nerve or something. Cause all of a sudden the one eye that they want up that nostril, it's like all the way, it's just flowing tears. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. I had, and it was I, like 10 seconds of it. Like they roll that in there for like 10 seconds. Yeah. I think I had that done for uh, right before I did my uh, CPAP. Yeah, they, uh, they 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 do that too for your sinuses to see if it's whether or not it's uh it's related to um I don't know a, a tissue in your in the back of your throat. You know yeah, I mean? but it's the same test, and they can tell from that when they take the swab. You know. Wow. I bet you it's the same exact test that you're taking. Yeah, it might be something simple. Oh no, I'm lying. So what they did was the they they stuck a tube. That's what it was. A tube. It wasn't that. Oh, uh, okay. They so they like they like put some um what's it called it? What's that called? The I can't even think of it right now. So anyway, this tube goes up your nose and then goes down t- through your esophagus. That's that's what it was. Yeah. But yeah, that, okay. Yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, <laughs> oh there I go. Coronavirus, coronavirus screwing everything up over there for everyone, but. <laughs> You know, it screwed everything up for pro wrestling too, but you know, pro wrestling's kind of is the one sport that's making out of it right now. So they're doing well. Pro wrestling, yes, definitely. They're 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 the hottest thing going. I mean, uh, obviously, um But then we what were the rumors that we heard this week about ESPN and was it Fox interested in buying out WWE or something? Yeah, yeah but for be, they're interested in uh, I believe it was Zeb Coulter. He sent out a tweet and said that he heard some news saying that uh, they were interested in buying WWE right now because of uh, all the content that they have and they and they would be able to put it on um, on television since you know if you if you uh, go on ESPN now even on Sports Center oh my goodness it's horrible sometimes they they've been doing uh, uh, replays of the crap. <laughs> 
draft over and over and then yeah, it's oh awful. My goodness. And then like a new like Carson Wentz going to Dallas, all of a sudden that's gonna be on there for like two days. <laughs> exactly. And like you know, um they do have some of their daily shows, but half the time they don't even know what to talk about. I mean No, they bring doctors on too. Well, <laughs> hey, let's talk about coronavirus again. <laughs> so so it would be good though for WWE. I mean, who knows? Maybe they could the craziest part is that right before WrestleMania, I wouldn't sell the ownership. I don't think Vince will ever sell the ownership, but I'm like, if I was Vince, I'm like, hey, you can buy whatever you want to watch and then just show it on your channel. Like, I don't, I'm not going to let you own it. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I, don't think would, I don't think he would be able to do, uh, he would do that too, because then they, who knows what type of content we will be having to watch then. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's got way too much pride in WWE to let that go. He'll let the XFL go, but. WWE, uh-uh. He ain't letting that one go. Like, we'll maybe talk shots on if they want to buy a company. Yeah. <laughs> but that that would that would be interesting though, because like just like like what we said. I mean, right before all this happened, uh, WWE was trying to sell their pay per views, and then um, pretty much ESPN and uh, Fox they were in a bidding war, and then we heard nothing of it. And now after. They have uh, WWE has the most content right now. I mean, look what they're doing yeah. on FS1 right now. They're doing the best of matches. Yeah. You know, it's I haven't wild. I haven't watched that, but you know what? That's a podcast show right there. It is, and there just there is way too much content for WWE not to for these companies not to use because they have nothing to show. <laughs> they have nothing at all, <laughs> and What's it's funny? like. They're going to be showing Georgia bowling soon because that's what they allow. Remember, Georgia is allowing bowling for some reason. The, the craziest part is that I, I spoke to my dad and, you know, he has like all these sports channels and mostly of it, it, it's so that he can watch soccer. But uh, it's pretty funny because he was like, yeah, I rewatched uh, the women's soccer championship. I, I rewatched uh, last year's World Cup. I rewatched he, he's rewatching everything. <laughs> So yeah. it's like they're putting like all this other stuff, and you know WWE has uh, a lot of ca- uh, a lot of uh, content, and you know FS1 just like we said they're they're doing every week. I believe it's every Tuesday where they're um, they're doing the best of a certain superstar matches. I think this week is Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and someone else. But last week they did Triple H, John Cena, and someone else. But it's good content right there. I mean, it'll yeah. be- and it probably makes Vince happy because he's making some money off of this at least. Because yeah. he's losing money every day, you know. And but, this is probably at least getting him some. But yeah, just like what he said, man. I mean, we're gonna have to go. Maybe have to uh, download those those shows and then maybe criticize their best of matches and see whether or not they're 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 doing um they're doing them justice. Yeah. But at least, at least, you know, what we can look forward to is live shows are coming back soon. Oh, yeah. You know? Especially in Florida. Florida's ready. Whew, I'm telling you, if this first week, this first phase goes well, I'm telling you, next week you'll be in the gym. Uh, yeah. Oh, I won't. But even Ron DeSantis even talked about pro wrestling and his, like, that phase one oh, yeah. speech and everything. And he was like, he brought WWE and he's like, yeah, you know, it's essential business. It's bringing entertainment to, you know, all over the U.S., it's going to be essential. We're going to keep that going. He had nothing else to say about it. He's like, we're going to keep it going. 
and you know UFC's coming to Jacksonville. We got all this stuff planned, and there's gonna be no fans, but we're gonna put your shows on for you. Don't forget AEW. AEW is doing the same thing. Yeah, I know, but he didn't mention AEW. He no. mentioned UFC and he mentioned WWE. <laughs> well, the because they're gonna give him the most bang for your buck. I mean, Vince probably went to him yeah. and was like, "Look, I'm I'm paying all these taxes. I got my own building over here. Yeah. I'm doing all this." So, so he had a little voice in his head. Yeah. But he, he even talked about, uh, I didn't even talk about WrestleMania in that talk too. And he was like, hey, you know, that WrestleMania losing that in Florida, that really costs us some, a lot of money. And, you know, I kind of want to make it up to Tampa. I want to make it up to WWE too. And let's, you know, you know, make this happen again. Yeah. I believe, I believe right after Hollywood is going, it's going to be in Tampa. Yeah, because he's like, this is his bid for it. Mm-hmm. He's apologizing for this happening. He doesn't need to apologize. I think, I, DeSantis, I think, I think he's doing a great job overall. Um, but, you know, I, I think he's apologizing to Vince for this happening, even though he doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, bring your business back here next year after the next WrestleMania. No, we're going to always be here for you. Uh, with uh, reopening Florida, he's doing a very good job. I, I saw the phase one uh, breakdown. It's, uh, he's doing a good job. I mean, he definitely has some intelligent people on uh, on his uh, on his task force, and yeah. uh, he's opening he's opening Florida the right way. It's definitely going to be interesting what happens in uh, phase two and phase three. We might be able to to actually attend some of these shows because, from what I heard, by like phase three. In some certain uh, some uh, sporting events, they said that they could have like twenty five percent capacity. Yeah, that's why. Like you know, he said too. Like you know, I have no problem with shutting this down either. If things start going bad, I'm going to shut everything back down. But he's like, <laughs> but he did say, you Miami people though, right. your guys are shut down still for a while. Like <laughs> everyone above that area, <laughs> you're fine. But below, like Brevard County and everything. No, you need to keep shut down. <laughs> Who knows? In, in about three weeks, we might be able to go to an AEW show since they're taping in uh, Jacksonville, man. Hey, but remember, we got that uh, that fairgrounds show coming up in Jacksonville. That's we'll like June, that's like June sixteenth or something. We'll see what they do in the next uh, upcoming weeks. On they haven't canceled it yet. No, they're still planning on doing it right now. Let's see what phase it's in. Uh, I'm down. I'm down to go. Cause uh, we got that's like uh you know five weeks away so, you know I think we should be good but you know we'll see what happens from here you know as long as it keeps dropping you know I think we should be protected either way when we're going over there you know we'll see how it is. But, no, I, I definitely agree, man. It, yeah. it, it's it's on the way up, you know. Yeah. Right now, I believe uh, AEW has a show that they're they were talking about doing in July. They haven't canceled that show, so their first yeah. live show might be in July. I believe it was a July Fourth weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we might see the first. Well, it definitely won't be the first live, but for AEW, it'll be the first live because you know Vince is gonna. Vince is waiting for that moment, man, to be the first uh, live event uh, uh, after the pandemic. He's waiting for it. He's like salivating, bro. <laughs> He is. He's ready for it. Like, you know, he wants to be that person. You know, he's making his name known right now, too. Oh, yeah, he does. People might not be happy with it. Like, I've seen people talk crap online. 
like even my own friends on Facebook that don't really know that I listen to wrestling. I'm like, you know, but I'll post right on there, you know, oh, pro wrestling, the essential business. I'm like, what does it matter to you? You don't watch it. You know, there's no fans there. They're testing the people. So what does it matter? That's really what it is, you know. <laughs> if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it, you know. Yep. And half of those people don't watch it anyway, you know. Yeah. I'm like, watch that arena. There's no one there. They're not, they're not allowing fans there. So don't talk shit about it before you watch it. <laughs> hey, I'm blessed to still be able to talking about uh, pro wrestling right now. I mean, we could have been in a totally different different other landscape uh, you know it works for our benefit because right now we would have been probably on a hiatus just you know imagine if we did like an NBA podcast or NFL podcast you know I mean well NFL they still did the draft so that yeah the draft yeah but like NBA or MLB I mean it'll be t- it'll be difficult right now <laughs> <laughs> it is all, all I hear on the NBA is like who is Kendall Jenner slept with and the NBA. That's what I, I keep saying. <laughs> well, the NBA, they, they already uh, rescheduled their draft, and, and supposedly they're going to do the draft uh, towards the end of the year, like in the fall, you know? Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> so they, they're not even following in that footsteps, so it's pretty uh, interesting. But well, this is all started with the NBA. <laughs> exactly. But it's all good, though. I mean, we have a lot of content to talk to you guys about. It was a good week of wrestling. Let's start off with uh, Monday Night Raw. All right? Yeah. And in Monday Night Raw, I mean, our our uh, lost hooligan victims, right, man? I mean, we, we got to see a good probably like 30, 30 minutes of, uh, of Zelina Vega and her uh, trio of uh, Andrade, Garza, and uh, Austin Perry. Yeah. But every week, what is Zelina wearing now? I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, I know every guy's thinking of it. And, like, Andrade and these guys have to be thinking about it. Like, your husband's in the ring already. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't think they put that much attention to that. But us fans and everyone else, I mean, we, we, we've been watching. I mean, she's she's been doing real good. Oh, she is uh, definitely uh, one of uh, the top women um, – to watch in wrestling right now. Uh, She better come out of this great. Yeah, she is going to come out of this great. She's going to position herself real well. Hopefully, we get to see her a little bit more in in the ring. Uh, But being a manager and doing what she's doing right now, it's impressive. I mean, it's so so good. I mean, all all you could think about is like how – obviously, she has this trio right now. But what about in like two years when this trio is already done with and who can she elevate in there? Could she elevate a ricochet? We just talked about it. Look at that. You have ricochet and you have a valet like Selena Vega and he doesn't even have to talk anymore. But would you throw ricochet into this group right now rather than would you replace ricochet with one of the other three guys? Yeah. Instead of. I would. I, you could easily, sw- for me, you could either swap off uh, either one or the other two. I mean, e- either Angel Garza or Austin Theory, and you could put Ricochet in there. But obviously, they're not going to do that right now. I'm just talking Any about, yeah, I'm talking about like maybe one year or two years after this, once this group is done, Selena Vega could be someone that will help uh, uh, Ricochet out. Yeah, totally. 
You know, he can't use the mic. I mean, you have Zelina Vega out there uh, talking for him. She, she'll be I, I really hope Ricochet gets the skills that he needs. He's such a good talent that he should be able to do it. Like, at least, you know, I, you know, if people recognize me as Ricochet, I'd be like, yeah, that's me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so once you, uh, uh, this is off topic. Once you told the kid that you weren't Ricochet, did they still want to take a picture with you? <laughs> no, no, I kind of walked away because the dad was like, you know, and Jordan's like, just go take a picture with them. Just go take a picture. I'm like, nah. <laughs> you know what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to uh, have that mask on you. Yeah. Put it in your back pocket so when... <laughs> When you go out in public, you could just <laughs> put the mask on for kids. Should I show off the mask right now? Hey, show show the universe, uh, the Hooliverse, the mask. That was the mask. So this is a Prince Puma mask. You know, this is what I was going to wear for WrestleMania this year, but that didn't happen. But it was all, you know, custom made by, and it says right there, elucha.com, right from Mexico. They did a freaking amazing job on it's this. It's real good. Man. You got to see the work on this. It is just amazing. And all I did was send pictures of what I needed, and they got it done. That's awesome. I know uh, we talked about it off there, and you know we might have to do one of the shows with uh, if our lucha masks that we uh, purchased. <laughs> I mean, it, they're they're over there. We might as well use them. You know. I don't know. It's so sad that we never got to show them off. I know a lot of people will get a, get a kick of that, you know. Uh, put a clip on that on uh, Facebook or uh, Instagram. Uh, uh, all of us, all the hooligans in, in their, um, their luchador masks, people people get a kick of that. You know, I mean, we, we need all the viewers. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe, would you want to dress up for the Jacksonville Fairgrounds with our mask on? I didn't finish my costume. <laughs> I, I mean, I have. I could. Use, I could get a uh, Pentagon. Uh, Pentagon um, um, costume available because I know there's one on Amazon, so I could do that. But at the same time. You know, this Jacksonville is not like the WrestleCon or or one of those events. You know, <laughs> I don't know but if I really, really want to do that. <laughs> Walk around like that. It's not that big yet. You know, <laughs> not that type of an event. Like you know, when you have Comic Con, you know, yo, we're going there. We're dressing up. You know, for these wrestle these WrestleCons. Everyone. This is called what is it called? River City, I think. Is yeah, that? it's called River City Con or something. Or and something. you know, if it happens, I'm looking forward to it. You know. Yeah. No, I, I, I'll be de definitely uh, interested in on, on going. I don't know about uh, dressing up yet. I'll have a wrestling shirt on. <laughs> I'll have a wrestling shirt on, but I don't know if I would be dressing up. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. We'll talk more about it. Yeah, if it was like. Let's say if WrestleCon actually was on the same scale as Comic-Con, yes, by all means, I'll be dressed up. But this is like Jacksonville wrestling show convention, so I don't know. Hey, we got some big names though coming. 
Well, maybe what we what we we can do is seeing uh, all the superstars that are available. Maybe we could dress up as one of those superstars that are going. I would be into. Yeah. I would be into doing that. Yeah, you know I mean? let me look at the list right here. We got. Yeah, get the list up. And if um if there's anyone that we might be potentially be able to dress up, maybe I'll do that. Or maybe if a nice tag team comes uh, comes to town. All right, so let me look at it. We got Mikey Spandex. I don't know who that is. Abdul that the is. Butcher. Wow. Uh, Kurt Angle. Mm. Snoop Strikes. You got that uh Kurt Angle outfit already. Mm-hmm. That classic tag team. I don't know. Um, Brutus the Barber. Okay. Effie. Who? Effie. Okay. Uh, don't know who that is. Right. Ray Fury. Mm-hmm. Chance Oren. Man, some of these people, I don't know. John Davis. Carlito. Carl- Carl- Lex Luger. Okay. Sergeant Slaughter. All right. Stunt Marshall, don't know that. The Ugly Ducklings, don't know them. Uh, I'm just going to name people I know. Let's see. Mm, Mr. Grimm, I don't know that. Rick Steiner is going to be there. James Storm will be there. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, uh, Scott Steiner will be there. Mick Foley. Okay. Road Warrior Animal. Mm-hmm. I think those are your big names that are coming. Hmm. Well, you could dress up as Kurt Angle. You already have that outfit. Yeah, I got it. So I'm, I'm looking at all the other people over there, and I think the only person that I would actually want to dress up as is... Uh, Road Warrior. You wouldn't want to do a Sergeant Slaughter? I was thinking about Sergeant Slaughter, but I'd rather do Road Warrior because then I could just put the paint on my face and then I yeah. could, I just have to find like some uh, football pads and put some spikes on them. Yeah. You know? So I could do that. And then like his tights were li- literally just like red or black. So that's easy. So I wouldn't mind doing that. I did think about Sergeant Slaughter, and that's a possibility. But uh, I'd rather do uh, Animal Man. I mean, I was a big, I was a big World Warriors fan growing up. So, <laughs> you know, so I would, uh, I would, I would like that. Or maybe who knows? Maybe I'll, I'll dress up as uh, Abdullah and just walk up in there. I know. He just has like these tights or whatever. So. Yeah, exactly. All, and that's a super easy. Uh, all you have to do is buy like a singlet on uh, Amazon. That's how my brother would be good, Abdullah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if I could pull it off like him because he. Yes. <laughs> yes. He, has, he, has he, he said he let himself go during this quarantine. Uh, like, I'll be over there, and they'll be like, "Uh, you're a little bit more uh, fit for an Abdullah over here, you know." But I'll do it. <laughs> But then again, I don't know if I I would want to do that because Abdullah he was mostly bald. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to go baldy right now. <laughs> He's got like scars on his head too. Oh yeah, that too. I I would yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'd rather do I'd rather dress up as uh animal. 
Yeah. Speaking of animal, I mean, in the upcoming weeks on Dark Side of the Ring, we're we're going to be able to cover uh, the Road Warriors. Yeah, it's going to be interesting that one. That's going to be part of the drug issues and everything. Oh, it's about Hawkins, isn't it? This one. It's probably about them both and how oh. how they came because at at one point. At one point, uh, only uh, Hawk came out. Remember that, and that's probably yeah. where, and that's where I think they're gonna start talking about where he just came out by, uh, and all of a sudden you had those fake uh, uh, warrior groups. Yeah, you know. So I, I I could see them talking about that because I know when we first spoke, we were like, man, what what's, what drama would they have? But well, now, if you think about it, this guy's still going on with the same moniker. I would be pissed off too if I was over there in the room uh, or sick or or like you know back home, and then all the, you know they still trying to carry on the same tradition. Yeah, that'd be messed up. Like, but yeah, I love Dark Side of the Ring. I'm looking forward to that episode. It's going to be pretty oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, I look forward to it now. I mean, every week it's it, it's must watch television, man. Mm-hmm. You know, the, it, yeah, I watch that before I watch AW or anything. I'm like, I don't need to see this. <laughs> Let me learn something new. And that, that Doctor Doctor D episode this week, I was like, oh man, I was I was I fully invested into it. I I definitely uh, enjoyed this episode uh, more than uh, the Dino Bravo. Uh, the Dino, yeah. I I was still interested in because uh, you know I used to see him wrestle still in WWE. Uh, in the WWF, but uh, this was a little bit more interesting, you know. There yeah, was still, and I, and I think it was just more uncertain in the other one, you know. It kind of was. It left you in limbo in the previous episode on what happened because they didn't really get to the bottom of it. Whereas oh, yeah. this episode, they were able to still go. It 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 was um, one one instance or one episode where they, they were able to see the different views uh, from, from the reporter, from the, uh, Dr. D. So it was, it was more interesting on that. And, you know, it, with Dino's case, no, I'm actually, I'm, I'm not going to go into it because we're going to be going into it. Uh, we, we're going to go into depth and then like, we, we want to talk about it so bad. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> we'll go more into depth with it later on. But, you know, a lot of our listeners from the last one, you know, told us how awesome of an episode that was about our analysis on the dark side. So I think, yeah, I think it's a good idea to throw like three of them in together and, and we'll just talk about it. Yeah, we could definitely, definitely. All right, so uh, let's get on into wrestling, man. I mean, we've been talking for a while. Let's get on into uh, uh, talking about this week's wrestling. Uh, let's start off. Uh, hold on one second. All right, welcome back, everyone. Sorry, I had little, take a little break. I didn't get me another beer. But, yeah, hopefully uh, we start getting into this podcast. But before I begin, I got to give a shout-out to my wife. You know what I mean? She uh, definitely... Uh, you know, help me out with doing this podcast right now. She's taking care of the little one, you know what I mean? While I'm doing this uh, on an unexpected hour, you know, so, you know, our loved ones, you know, they, they, they sacrifice a lot when we do these, you know, they got to take over, um, take over watching the little ones. So I just want to shout out uh, my wife and also your wife, Shaji, you know what yeah, I mean? Definitely. You know, because, uh, 
what some will call it. Uh, <laughs> she's got to put, she's got to put down the little one right now. And, uh, well, actually not put her down, but take care of her. And they got to put up with all of hooliganism. So, yeah. <laughs> or we're, we're called wrestling hooligans for a reason. Yeah. 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 You ain't lying, man, because, uh, your wife, live up to that name. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you live up to the hooligan. Cause I, uh, we were on house party on uh, Friday and your wife was like, come and get this one. Come and get yeah. Jaco, come and get <laughs> She was like, come and get this one. And I was over there like, oh. you know, and to be honest with you, I went, I went to Jen at that time, but it was her birthday, so I couldn't leave. Yeah. I was going to, though. I had plans. I was like, I called Jen. I was like, look, I got to go to St. Augustine. I got to go, uh, go get Shaji. <laughs> Jordan uh Jordan uh has has had it with uh Shaji right now. He's he's being he's gone too hooligan on her, you know. <laughs> and I was uh, beating her anything. Like <laughs> just acting a fool. Yeah, just acting just acting just like how Shaji acts. But you know, I was gonna go over there, but the only reason I couldn't was because it was Jen's birthday and she was already on a Zoom call with uh, some of our friends on Friday. Hey, you, you came over here, be just acting, you acting like a hooligan too. <laughs> <laughs> but bro, you, it's only like six o'clock, you wouldn't have a drink. <laughs> you, you already know it. It would have been, if it wasn't Jen's birthday, I would have I would have went down there. But it was my wife's birthday. Yeah. Uh, Happy birthday to her, by the way. Yeah, definitely, definitely shout her out. But, mm -hmm. uh, it was her birthday, so I couldn't leave, and I had to watch the little one at that point because she was talking with her friends all the yeah. way back home. So I was like, oh, man. Now, I, but I did go down there. I was like, look, I'm going to have to go to St. Augustine. And she was like, for what? I was like, I got to go uh, meet up with Shaji. She was like, what the hell do you need to go meet up with Shaji right now? For? You ain't going to St. Augustine. I was like, oh, yep, okay. I can be able to do that now. I'll wait. I'll wait until... The it was funny because I was soon passed out after that. I was out. <laughs> oh yeah, and I kind of and I kind of figured that because he, uh, for everyone else, Shadi wanted to do the podcast on Friday before SmackDown, and me and Vic were just looking at each other like, uh, "You didn't watch SmackDown? <laughs> <laughs> How are we going to be able to talk about this week in wrestling?" And we didn't even SmackDown's watch. not even over yet. SmackDown's not even on, <laughs> you know. So I was like, "I I got this." I was like, "I." We'll watch it afterwards. And I already, in the back of my mind, I already knew that you were going to be asleep by then. Yeah, I was exhausted. <laughs> so, yes, so. But not bad week in pro wrestling, though, this week. No, I definitely enjoyed this week in uh, pro wrestling. Um, I think my highlights was, the top highlight of the week for me was, hold on, let me see. I think the best show by far was NXT. Yeah. Uh, best show by far was NXT, and uh, Dark Side of the Ring was the second one for me. It was interesting. Uh, yeah, I think NXT was probably the best show. Um, I liked Raw with especially the one big comeback that they had this week. Oh, yes, we're going to get into that. Yeah. yeah um, otherwise, I think Pro Wrestling Highlight of the Week, yeah, definitely Dark Side. Yeah, you know, because I don't think AEW was great at all this week. I was just I was kind of bored through AEW this week. I'm not gonna lie. 
know. But we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about that, that yes. Um, but they definitely fell flat, even though they still won, I believe, the week in the ratings. Yeah. <clears throat> so let's start off with Raw. We had Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black, Apollo Crews versus uh, uh, the trio of uh, Andrade Garza and Theory. They still didn't give him a name yet. No, not yet. So it looks like they're not going to get a name, which is horrible because you really want to see. Um, they need. They need. They need a name. To be honest with you, we need to be able to recognize them. I don't know. It's if it's if they just don't want to do that right now because obviously everyone's waiting for it. I mean, we already got uh, the name of uh, Ricochet and. Uh, Cedric Alexander, the two fly crew, which I'm I'm loving. Yeah. I mean, because it kind of reminds me of the two live crew, you know, so I'm loving it too. Uh, we need names, like, you know, like a stable like that, we need names, yeah. and they got to give us one a name soon. Yeah. They need a break real quick. Go ahead. <laughs> That's how it goes. Right. But yeah, so, so Raw, Raw started off pretty good. I mean, you had uh, MVP out there with the MVP lounge. He, uh, he brought the three um, Money in the Bank winners, which was a nice touch to it, you know? And, it is. And then uh, Selena Vega interrupted with, uh, with her crew. Yeah. But, you know, I got to give it to MVP, though. He's doing some good work, you know, lately. You know, he's taking advantage of all this time he's getting on Raw. He wouldn't have got this time if it wasn't for this whole quarantine thing. And no. he's totally taking advantage of this. Yeah, he is so take, taking advantage of it. I mean, his mic skills, it's like he never left. You know, obviously yeah. he, he looks different. He looks older now. He's he's rocking the gray in his beard. You know, someone should tell him to do the just for men and just paint it for real. Yeah. You know, but like, uh, I think I think he can still be a heel wrestler for the company. No, he like, but still put over young talent. Yeah. Yeah. But um but yeah, he had the the lounge and then it was interrupted and then all of a sudden there was a uh, a six man tag match, you know. Yeah. All we needed was uh, what's his name, uh, Teddy Long. Teddy Long to be over there. We got a six man tag, brother. <laughs> but uh, every every single SmackDown, I was like, how do they not know realize what they're doing? Every single week, we see the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this one, you know, obviously when when she, uh, Selena Vega came out, I was like, okay, this is gonna be a six man tag. So six man tag came on. It was actually a good brawl. Yeah. You know, we got to see everyone uh, uh, perform well. Eventually, uh, it was <clears throat> it was a surprise victory for uh, for Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz actually got the got the win on this, which was yeah. Uh, and they're push, they're pushing this dude pretty good at the same time. Yeah. Uh, so Cruz, you know, obviously he's been on the end of uh, a lot of losing matches, so he got the big win on this. And then uh, later on, he would uh, go on to uh, to challenge Andrade to pin them in the match to uh, to a match later on. So that was good. I mean, Apollo Cruz, he's in the the Money in the Bank, so it was awesome. Obviously, we're going to talk about what happens towards the end, but uh, uh, this was a, a a good way to to pump up Apollo Cruz. I felt, you know, being the yeah, fact Andrade came out pissed out of this match, and he's like, you know, I'm so tired of this, you know, and, you know, gave Apollo Crews that U.S. championship title shot. Yeah. Yes. Like, as we're saying, though, is it being overdone with watching these wrestlers do it all 
like, you know, two matches a night or, you know, I feel like we're seeing too much of them on one show. But. Well, we're definitely, <laughs> we're definitely seeing a lot of uh, Austin Theory, uh, Andrade and, um, and Garza. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I don't mind seeing the Selena v- uh, Vega, you know I me, mean? I don't think anyone else <laughs> mind. I don't think anyone minds walk out mind seeing her walk out there but we have been uh, this this group has been pushed but at the same time they haven't been given them a name yet they haven't uh, uh they go back and forth you know so one week they look strong the next week they look horrible you know they get beaten so you know wwe's they, i don't know they have to be able to if you're gonna if you're going to go all in on either a wrestler or a wrestling faction, you got to go all in. Yeah. And you, the like three guys can't get beat up by Drew McIntyre, you know, oh, yeah. you're going to, if you got three guys like this, you should be able to overtake the dude, you yeah. know, every week, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, the next match, which I was uh, kind of surprised that they were going to do, it was uh, Shayna Baszler, Oscar, and Nia Jax. All three women are heels. Yeah. Okay. All three women are in uh, the woman's uh, money in the bank. And, um, you know, essentially this match didn't even get to go uh, get the start. <laughs> you know? So, so I mean, it pretty much was for all Nia Jax to look good by the end of it. They yeah. wanted to talk about Nia Jax for coming back. Yeah, and I think that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to big up Nia Jax since she's going to be in the, the the Money in the Bank and, you know, to have a lot of the viewers say, oh, I think Nia Jax is going to win it. You know, she's going to get pushed. Me, honestly, I don't see her doing that, you know. Um, no. I see it, it it's going to be in the hands of someone else. Who knows? I, 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 when it comes in these Money in the Bank matches, I mean, it's kind of like the Royal Rumble winner. You know, who would you pick right now if you would say? Who would I pick? Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. In the women's, hmm. All right, we have Oscar, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other girls. Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. Uh, uh, Natalia? Who beat who uh Mandy Rose lost this week? She uh Carmella beat her, so Carmella's in it. I don't see Carmella winning it. No, they put like Fates on SmackDown and then heels on Raw. Yeah. So out of this, oh, you had um the Southern Bell, she's in it, I believe. Out of all these women, hmm. uh, all right. Who I think they're gonna put it on? I mean, it would work. It would work perfectly for either Nia Jax or Baszler to win it. Yeah, and I, I think for me, it's gonna be Baszler. I think that's who I'm going with winning this. Yeah. Because then she can hold on to this and still be full heel mode yeah. and take this away from Becky later on. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and I'm going to go with you with that, too, because I, I think Shayna Baszler works 
works perfectly having the having the the briefcase and she'll be able to cut promos and still say i have this at my disposal she already uh she already um fell to becky lynch so it would be nice for her to get that surprise entrance yeah. into it i could see i could see uh maybe nia jacks being the next contender for for uh for Becky, for Becky, and then at the end you have Shayna Baszler come out with the briefcase. You cash it in, yeah. Cash it in after Nia Jax beats up, uh, beats up uh, um, Becky. Yeah. So you, not a, I don't think that the cash is going to happen to like maybe like SummerSlamish. Yeah, I can see. Time. I can see them building up. Um, I can see uh, Shayna winning it. And then essentially uh, Becky talk talking about, okay, I challenge you then. And then she's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, hold on one second. This is not how this rolls. You do not yeah. dictate the terms. I could do this whenever I want. And then I could see Nia Jax then having that big SummerSlam with Becky. And then you start talking about the fist and you, you start talking about how she uh, dominated and, and, and hit Becky. And then that being a, such a big scene. And then at the end of SummerSlam, you have Shayna Baszler having, having the title. Yeah. I think it's a good way to do it. I think we just called how they're going to play. <laughs> there's really no there really aren't any other ways to do it you know? i mean you could go with oscar i mean imagine oscar with that that uh that money in the bank briefcase i mean her just speaking uh japanese left and right you could have that you know it would be entertaining but i don't think they they would do that you know uh, i think they they want to position it with someone who would uh eventually uh take take control and beat uh, Becky Lynch. Yeah. And we should have like a reshuffle of like rosters coming up soon too. Don't you think? We'll see. I mean, I, I think, I don't think, I mean, I know we have uh, the superstar shake up normally. Uh, they're probably going to wait. After. I think they're going to wait until after money in the bank to then do that because then they will be able to uh, get viewers. You can throw on SmackDown. Yeah. But well, we already we already know that right out the money in the bank, if money in the bank's gonna be highly watched because everyone wants to wants to see how this is gonna play out. But Raw's viewership has been falling. Yeah. You know, it's been falling, so they're gonna have to do something. I mean, it'll be perfect time to do a superstar shakeup because you know all of us will be watching to see who goes where, who's going to this yeah. show, going to that show. It would be a great time to do it. Yeah, it would be. Especially it, with all the superstars after they've lost, you know, they've gotten rid of a whole bunch. So yep. right now, now is a good time to just do this again, do the reshuffle. I agree. And then you can bring back wrestlers later on if you need to. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so this match, um, it started with Oscar uh, getting uh, pummeled by um, by Baszler, but then Nia Jax came out throwing freaking uh, – ladders all over the place and then essentially this match didn't go on and it was just pretty much the big up uh Nia Jack. She she looks strong. I mean obviously everyone's thinking oh snap she has a chance. I I would definitely love to see her on the top of uh of a WWE headquarters on a ladder 
you know, so it, it, it's definitely going to be interesting on how they pull this off. I'm excited. Like, you know, is it going to be like a movie type thing or, you know, are there going to be just cameras throughout the building and you see different fights going on and then everyone's working, <laughs> you know, it'd be cool even if they had like a little graphic of where each person is in the building, you know, there's little figures <laughs> it was, in the corner of like a video game. Yeah. You're looking <laughs> at it like uh, Donkey Kong in a sense. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, Shayna Blazel's up on the sixth floor and Dana's still up at bottom. <laughs> the, the the interesting part though is they made some changes later on in the week and both of the women's and men's matches are going to be going on at the same time that's wild that I, I i think that's wild but you know to be honest with you i wouldn't mind it being separate but at the same time imagine us watching that pay-per-view our eyes are going to be all over the place like oh uh, uh, they, they're going back to the women's oh it's going to the mat it's going to be confusing well, I think it's like, you know, they wanted to where the building's messed up at once. Yeah. They don't want to show up like, you know, hey, the woman did it first and then the men are just coming into a mess. Let's yeah. just mess the building at once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's probably why they're doing it that way. You're probably right about that, you know. Because um, then they got to fix it up for the next team, you know, for the next match. It's like, no, you just leave it crappy. Might as well just do everyone get there at once do it. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I'm excited. I've never seen anything like this, and I'm excited. I'm I'm definitely excited, too, man. So next match was another squash match. We had Bobby Lashley come out there, beat some Joe Schmo from um, the developmental league, and uh, essentially pretty much told Lana to stay out there and how he is um, constantly interrupted by her beauty. And that's why he can't have there. He distracts him, you know, and who knows where they're going with this. I mean, uh, you know, obviously I see in the future that they're going to, they're going to split pretty soon. Um, yeah, but then don't put him against Joe Schmo. Like you need to put him against someone good. If you're going to have him not have Lana there and beat someone good, you know. Yeah. You know, so they've been put, pushing Bobby Lashley. Obviously this is not where we want to see him. We want him to see him calling out uh, Brock Lesnar. And finally doing that match that we're doing uh, that we've been uh, salivating for. So we'll see where they go from here. Yeah. It's like, you know, it pretty much is just starting a new storyline real quick. And hopefully, you know, don't drag it as long as that whole Rusev thing went. So the next. Get get rid of Lana. (laughs) Yeah, she she needs to go on and find someone else. It's this whole ruse, um, not Rusev, but uh, Bobby Lashley thing is just fall flat. I don't yeah, think it was much better with Leo and Bobby. Yeah, I don't know why they had to go to Lana and Bobby. So much better with Leo. It'd be like Bobby, Bobby, yeah. <laughs> and it was like all of a sudden one day Leo was just gone. I was yeah. like, what the hell? <laughs> Where did Leo go? Yep. So um, next matchup was another. Uh, I, 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 I had to give this bad, uh, match horrible review. I mean, it was Liv Morgan versus Ruby Riot. Uh, this was. Or they cut that off of uh, Raw this week. Yeah. And it was a repeat of, <laughs> of, the, of a couple of weeks ago when these two went together. Um, they wanted to push Liv Morgan. She's definitely up on the up and coming. Uh, of the both wrestlers, I still believe that Ruby Riot is uh has more value 
than Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. Yeah, she's talented. Ruby is very talented. Yeah, Ruby's very talented uh, in in her, you know, in her way. I mean, they're, they've been pushing Liv Morgan, but Liv Morgan still, even even after the match, she's still saying she's trying to find herself. I mean, why why do you need to mention that? I mean, that's that's horrible. Whose idea is this? Like, whose idea is this? Like, I don't know who, who's thinking about it, but this sucks. I'm like, just let Liv wrestle. You know, that that's all you need to let her wrestle. Yeah. We don't so, need any storyline to it. Just let her do her thing, or put them as a tag team or something. I don't know. <laughs> make up a tag team together again, the two of I them. I don't think they're going to make up a tag team with her. We need tag teams. We need woman tag teams for that tag team title. Where, where, and that and that's what I'm saying. I mean, you have that tag team, uh, women's tag team titles defended once since they won it. I mean, it's it's horrible. Yeah. Why isn't that being defended on Raw? You know. <laughs> Or SmackDown, that should be being defended. That you should, got that title in there. That title should be defended all across all all uh, shows. I feel like. Like that'd be a good storyline right now. Do it on Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Just throw that title into all the pictures right now. Let these girls push it. You know, mm-hmm. you got so much time to do it. Why not do it? <laughs> well, you know how they go. They 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 tend to forget tag team wrestling in this uh, in this uh, this company. Yeah. But uh, the next matched up, man. I mean, it was a uh, it was a surprise of the uh, of the year. I mean, you guys had your favorite wrestler uh, make a return. He's back. Jinder's back. You know, he looks even slimmer and bigger than he ever did. And it's funny, like was it Tazawa? You know, he's on every show right now. Yeah. Like yeah, in NXT in that tournament, but he got his ass beat pretty good in this match. It, but I, I see big things coming back for Jinder again. Like, you know, after I see him in that match, I think he, he could be like Drew McIntyre's next challenge. You know, and I think they're doing what they're doing with Sheamus on SmackDown. I can see them doing that with Jinder over here. I'm wrong. It would be, it, it would make sense. You have history there. You have a story there. And you got a full on heel right there too. You have a heel there. And uh, they, I would, I would hope that these two would work good together. Being that they were their friends and they'll be talking backstage, it would make for good, good for uh, Drew. So yeah. we'll we'll see where they go. I mean, uh, we 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 need Jinder to um, to get uh, developed a little bit more. Um, obviously, this was a return; it was a squash match. We needed to see him uh, in a different match. Um, I could, I could see that happening after this Rollins, Rollins fight. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing it after this Rollins fight, and then all of a sudden, Jinder could be in a um, seeing uh, Drew in the back or coming out when Drew is cutting a promo after beating Seth, and then saying, "Hey, I'm glad, I'm happy for you," and then all of a sudden turning on him. You know? Yeah, but it would have been great if Jinder was in the Money in the Bank. I think that would have been a good way, too. Okay. And then, but he's not in it, but maybe he could be the replacement for a certain somebody that got injured. <laughs> There's that. That's a possibility. I mean, um, and let's get on to that next. And maybe they did that for that reason. Who knows? <laughs> I think it's going to be someone else, but 
the next match that we had was uh, was that match that Apollo Crews asked for. It was uh, the United States champion uh, Andrade versus Apollo Crews. And by far, this was the best match of the night. It was, yeah. It was. It was best, a great match. Best match of the night. Andrade and Apollo Crews put on a show. Um, Andrade... Apollo finally proved, like, hey, I should be there. <laughs> Apollo's has proved proven it. Yes. They just haven't given him that push. It, it it comes to a point where they'll put they have faith in Apollo, and then all of a sudden, just like today, just like today on Raw, you you're, you're pushing Apollo. He he gets to win over Andrade, and then uh, what's him we'll call it? He gets defeated by Andrade. Yeah. Well, you know, at the same time, I think they have more in store for the guy. I think this is a good start for him because he's in the storylines now. You know, he is. And Andrade is one of those guys you want to be in a storyline with. Like, he puts on great matches. And look at the work that Andrade's done since he's been there. And he's he's at a fight to be where he's at. And he doesn't have the promo skills. And he's fought to be where he's at. Zelina might be. He is like, you know, what's kind of saved Andrade. But Andrade can put up some amazing matches. No, he Andrade is a worker. He knows what he's doing. He's been, you know, yes, he he, he can't talk on the mic. They're trying to. I mean, you do see his effort. He's uh, definitely he's definitely talking with Charlotte. He sees Charlotte. You know, that's his uh, that's his girl right now. He sees Charlotte, yeah. and he he has Selena. But at the same time, he's trying to speak English. He's but you know, wrestling wise, he's on point. Apollo Cruz, he would have uh, benefited maybe. Let's say you could have turned him heel when he was over there with uh, with MVP, and then you have MVP come out and talk with him. Let him manage it, like let him manage. Yeah, Apollo, you know. Exactly. That would have been perfect. That would have been perfect. I mean, Cruz. Cruz has the potential, even on the mic. He, I don't get bored when I'm watching and when I'm listening to Cruz. But it seems that what they do with Cruz is that they'll push him. Cruz will get a couple good wins, and then all of a sudden he gets easily squashed by some 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 person that they really want to push. Yeah. You know? But his, like, you know, I think MVP is, like, a good manager for him. Like, mm-hmm. I think – where they paired him up before with what's his name? Um, uh, what was his name? The oh, uh, you you pairing him up with uh, Shorty G? No, his manager before. Uh, he's part of the Millionaire Group. Oh, Titus O'Neil. Titus, yeah. When they paired him with Titus, yeah, I think that was a wrong move. You know, they, he didn't need to do that because Titus is like a face. You know, he needs to go like I think Paul needs to go heel. If he's gonna make a move to make a change for himself, he can't stay a face. Like well, he's they've gotta back, go. Huh? They've been back and forth with uh, where they're gonna push uh, Cruz because at one week, remember he uh, he was a face, and then all of a sudden it was like, okay, is he turning heel? And then yeah. this week he's a face. So it's like they're doing him injustice by doing that. But hopefully MVP is like what saves him. You know, it could be later on. Because I mean, now they got a little story together, so it could be later on that they do that with them. 
I mean, you could see that. But, you know, the sad part, and this was after the match, I mean, Andrade got the win, but in the match he was working uh, he was working a leg, and then uh, um, <clears throat> there was uh, – I don't know if it's kayfabe or not. I think it is kayfabe in that sense that uh, he injured his leg. So now it's like, oh, man. He's not going to be part of this uh, Money in the Bank. Uh, yeah, who's his replacement going to be? You know, you know, we'll see. We got Monday. We got tomorrow. To... You just you just gave a very good um, prediction of who it would be. Uh, it would be nice to see. Gender. Gender will be perfect right in there right now because if you look at all the other people and they're mostly faces. Yeah. You know, the would... only heel in there is Baron. I think uh, it's going to go to Andrade. I think they're going to put Andrade in that match, bro. Probably. But Baron's the only heel in there right now. Like, yeah. the other guys in there, Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Alistair, and Otis. So, <clears throat> if you – okay. And this this championship, like, the money in the bank is for a heel, really. Yeah. Like, that should usually go to a heel. It's going on, Andrade, bro. This is <laughs> – this is this is this is on this is where Andrade he gets that and he has Selena Vega by his side and they could they could work this for like months, bro. And oh it is set up perfectly for Andrade. And and you know the thing but too, so Andrade could win it, but then Apollo could come back the next week and be like, Hey, I want to shot at that US title again. And then let's put the title on Apollo from there. Yeah. Yeah. And then Andrade still got the money in the bank. So he doesn't need the U.S. title anymore. Let's give it. that to Apollo. Yep. After he wins that money in the bank, the next day I want Andrade losing that title to Apollo. I love it. But then I'm wondering, why couldn't Apollo – if Apollo's okay on Monday, why wasn't he okay on Sunday? So let's <laughs> wait two weeks. On that. <laughs> it's like, you don't do it on Monday. Let's do it the week after that. I could, do, I, I could go with that. Give, yeah. give the title for the to Apollo, uh, but he, Andrade is winning this, bro. I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking at right now. Uh, the men's money in the bank, it's set up perfectly, perfectly for uh, either. Uh, he, he's a good opponent for Drew, Drew too, because he's beat Drew before. Yeah, I don't he's see. I don't see Alistair. I mean, obviously, one of the heavy favorites is going to be Alistair Black, right? But I don't. That's why he's in this match. He doesn't have to. Like he's okay to be in this match, but he can be like he's just too slow to get to the title. You know, he was stuck on a different floor, so it doesn't kill him. Like he might be in some other involvement somewhere else. Correct. (laughs) You know, this works perfect for Andrade. You 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 have set Andrade up for the rest of the year by doing this. If they if they do that, and then you still have Selena Vega available still talking or her mess and then also uh, elevating that group that they've uh that they're in yeah totally and and if andrade is in it then you have austin theory garza most likely that's that's going to get involved some way or some form in uh money in the bank it would be perfect yeah but you got a good amount of heels right now in raw for drew to face off against so yeah and it could be they could even still set up like the gender versus Drew at SummerSlam, gender lose, but then look who's coming in to cash it in, you know? That's too many uh cash ins in on uh SummerSlam. It's gonna have to wait after that, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, but I feel like they're waiting for that big event where they can bring back everyone. All the fans are there again. Yeah. Like whatever show, all the fans are back out. It's going to be a big event. Yeah. When the fans are back in that arena, they're going to make that event special. Mm. Yeah. So um, I'm going to ask you, uh, what did Hulu uh, block off this uh, this week? Was it the next match? What was the next match? Ricochet and C uh, Cedric Alexander. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't even in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause>, yeah. <laughs> I knew it, bro. They took out, no, they took out Liv and Ruby, too. I oh, was yeah. part of it, too, yeah. I knew it. I knew that they, they, they Hulu. Hey, but you get Ricochet right here. You know, I'm live and in person right now. Maybe Hulu. that's why we need to promote our podcast, you know. Russell Hooligan's live with Ricochet, you know. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, Hulu is Hulu uh must hate Ricochet, man, because <laughs> last three that weeks, match was even in it, don't worry. Because <laughs> I'm courted through it right not courted, but it's like playing in the background right now. And I've been watching everything going on. Yeah, that's not even in here. Because <laughs> I watched it live and then I like watching what Hulu does because it cuts everything short, takes the commercials out. So that was one of the cuts too. <laughs> That is horrible, man. Ricochet, you get no love from Hulu, man. Oh, Bobby Lashley got cut out, too. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, so Bobby, Bobby got cut out. Yeah. yeah was, Ruby and Liz got cut out. And so did Ricochet, yeah. That was a garbage match, anyway. Yeah. They, you know, I'm pretty sure they go after it. Like, hey, what's the important stuff you guys want on Hulu? But I don't even get why Hulu's got to do that. Why? <laughs> Just leave all the freaking matches on there. Why do you have to cut out anything? Right? That's crazy. But um, the crazy part about this, you had Ricochet and Alexander win, but all of a sudden, at the end of the match, MVP, um, later on, um, is like kind of like promoting Thorn and uh, and Vink. You know what I mean? So it's, it's definitely going to be uh, interesting where they go. Yeah, I feel like he's got a group coming. Because remember, he started to do it with Edge. Yeah. You know, try to get Edge over. Like, I will, let me represent you. I feel like they're working on getting him a group going. I think they're gonna have MVP in the in the way that uh, Titus so Titus O'Neil was supposed to be. Yeah, but Titus isn't good at it. Like Titus is just a face. You know, he's not good at being a heel. Yeah, that's a problem. Like, but that's because he does so much charity work. Like, he's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> when you know the guy's doing all this charity work, you know, MVP's got that. He knows how to be a heel. Yeah. So end uh, of the night, they uh they start. They ended with um, Seth Rollins and uh, Drew signing a contract. Yeah. I, love, I love how Drew is always so nonchalant. I love it, you know, where he's like, all right, let's just let's fast forward to this. I mean, this is, uh, this is a contract signing, but, you know, pretty much I know that you're going you're gonna to turn yeah. on me pretty soon. Let's just get to it right now, you know? So then you had um, – What's his face? Murphy show up. Buddy. Yeah. Murphy, not buddy, buddy. Just Murphy now. <laughs> you know? But, um, but then at the at the same time you had uh uh him get the claymore at the end for uh for the Messiah. So, you know, it's it's a nice build, you know. It would have been I feel so bad for Drew, man. Because with all the fans, it would have this would have been a lot more special than how. So much more amazing if Drew had fans there. 
Yeah. Like the intensity that he could be giving. Yes. It takes away from his intensity right now. Yeah. So he is an intense wrestler when it comes to, you know, being in front of the fans. And I miss that out of him right now, too. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that that uh, that wraps up uh, Raw. Which one do you want to do next? You want to do uh, the week show or uh, the best show that I thought that, were, that was on all week? Let's go. Yeah, let's go right to AEW. Right, let's go to AEW. All right. Yeah. What'd you say? I'm about to come up here. Next all right. Hold on. All right. We're back over here. We got to go get ourselves another beer. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's some more cold? Still drinking Stone Colds at the air over there? Yeah. Still drinking Stone Cold. Uh, Boston's Broken Skull IPA. Oh, you know what I really uh, want to try now is uh, Chavos, Los Guerreros. But yeah. on the site that I went to go pick it up, it's sold out. Is it that good that it's sold out? I don't know. Um, I believe it's just because it's only uh, in one area. So Stone Cold's beard is going nationwide right now. Eventually, it's going to get to Florida. Right now, it, it's been in um, the West Coast. It just got to the Northeast and around that area. I see it coming down to Florida in the next couple of months. But with uh, those Guerreros, I think it's only based off of in um, Texas, probably that area. California. California. Well, I'm pretty sure Texas probably has it too. Yeah, they probably do. Yeah. So I'm trying to get me a, a case of that. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> you know, we're going to break down all the, the celebrity uh, wrestling beers. We'll go through it one day. We gotta figure out who's got who because we know the Rock's got tequila. Oh yeah, that's next on my list too to have it. Well, you know what we should do? One day we just need to have everything in front of us, and we'll do like a YouTube video with us together going through all the drinks. You know, I could do that. That'd be a fun one to do. Yeah. Like well, Stone Cold. If we can get the Chavo one, have two of those, and then I got the tequila, and then we gotta figure out what else is out there. Yeah, I think there was a. It's probably not a made anymore, but oh, I. We gotta check the Bell's wine. That's that's alcohol oh, too. Yes. <laughs> All right, then yeah, we should be able to do that then, because that's already we got a whole right there. That's we cool. have to finish all the bottles just so we can finish the beers. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't drinking tequila by myself, and hopefully by then uh, he'll have a cocktail that I can make it out of. Because I don't think that he drinks Dolo. I think he, he actually puts lemonade or something with it. Who? The Rock. The Rock? No, I think he just drinks it straight. You remember that show Ballers? He was always drinking the tequila on there. We'll see. We'll see. So let's go on to the next show, AEW. AEW, they continue on. They had the semifinals for uh, – for the TNT Championship, yeah. um, they started off with uh, the match: <clears throat> Darby, Ar- Darby Allen, and uh, Cody. Good match, bro. That was a good match, and they've they put on two good matches now. The two of them. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to shit on this whole show, but you know that was probably the best match of the night. The two of them. Yeah, it started, it started off. But I think that's what the problem is. You start off too high. This should have been the last match of the night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
they started off too high. Uh, they they definitely got this was an awesome match. Uh, you had each other, uh, each of them uh, doing the other opponent's finishing move. You had uh, Cody uh, attempting a uh, coffin drop. You had uh, Brandy. Brandy got hit in this one too. Brandy got hit in this one. Darby uh, did the crossroads. Yeah. You no, know, it was it was an awesome match. I'm. It was difficult, man, because part of me wish, you know, after watching this match, I was like, Darby should win this. Yeah, but it's like they're they're still trying to make because Cody's record. I think that when it comes to records, I think that's where it's coming down to. Mm-hmm. Like he's like he's number one for that title. He should be right now. Um, and he's not fighting for it. He's fighting for a different title. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think it's gonna it's gonna come down to him, and I think him and Archer are gonna be your finals. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so, what it's building for right now. Yeah, but uh, uh, but you know, please don't let Archer win this title. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not a huge fan of him. I don't. I don't like last time we talked the last podcast. I don't think you're a big fan of him either. But. but. <laughs> I am not. The only good thing about Archer is Jake the Snake Roberts, bro. Yeah. But he hasn't been around for him right now? No. He but like, but it, it's tough right now because Cody and Omega, these guys are taking a backseat. So are the Bucks. They don't want to, because they're running the company, they don't want to do what other people did, like, you know, Nash, Hall, all these guys, Hogan what they used to do in WCW. They're trying not to be like that. Because even if you look at the video game and everything, you see all like the three guys on the video game. This is none of those guys. You got Jericho, Moxley, and uh, what's his name's on it? Um, your cowboy. Hangman. Yeah, Hangman. He's on there too. <laughs> so these guys are leaving themselves off of the cover too of a video game. So that's how much this means to them. They're not trying to put themselves over and I – I kind of hate it at the same time. Yes. Like some of these guys should be champions. Yes. Like Omega deserves better. And that's and that's the hard part. I mean, you you hit the the nail on the head. Uh, Omega should be higher up on the rankings. He should be uh, a main eventer. Cody, yeah. Cody too. Um, <clears throat> and the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks. They lost it. I'm sorry. Yeah. No one wants the Young Bucks to win anymore. Yeah. Everyone like dislikes these guys now. <laughs> they flipped it. I mean, the, no one wants to see them win. If they would have won, uh, won the titles when they first started, yes, I don't think they would have any issues with it. But now, no one wants to see them win it, and, it, and that's sad. But at the same time, they have it on people that, to be honest with you, they need to be in uh, the main event title role. Yeah. Be it's like, it. it just sucks, too, because Lucha Bros aren't around right now. You know they're they're quarantined away somewhere. Quarantine. Well, I don't know where they're. They're probably stuck in Mexico. They can't go anywhere. Nope. You know where's Pocket? You know you don't see this guy either. A lot of these guys are gone right now, and it sucks. You know, it is what it is. But you know, I, I do think Omega and Cody need to be up there right now. You know, Omega should be fighting for that championship sooner or later. Like, why wouldn't he be fighting Moxley? They've already had one match together, which was a pretty good match. Let's have it again. We'll see where they go from here. I mean, um, 
Moxley, we'll see who he uh, who he challenges. Uh, next up, we had Warlord, your boy Warlord. <laughs> you know, he was over there. He looked, still looking good going against a jobber, but you know, so green though. That's why they keep putting him as a jobber. Yeah, I mean, he is so green, but he just throws people across the ring. Yeah, and it reminds me of someone that I know. Well, at least Brock has got some talent over there. <laughs> yes, you ain't lying. He is. <laughs> you put Warlow against Brock. Brock would Brock would probably beat the crap out of Warlow in person. Like he would probably. <laughs> he's like, you are. I'm going to teach you a lesson right now. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, we had uh, the best friends versus uh, Kip Savian and Jimmy uh, Jimmy Havoc. You know, we got everyone got to go see uh, Penelope Ford. You know, when you think Penelope's killing it though, isn't he? She, yes. She I'm is. happy with the job she's doing. Like she's taking advantage of this time too. Why not? You know. This was uh definitely uh probably the second best match of the night. You know, uh a lot of close calls. You had Orange Cassidy uh taken out uh pretty early, you know what I mean? And uh that allowed Penelope Ford to get uh, involved with, uh, into the match a lot. And, uh, you know, it was back and forth with uh, Chuck Taylor and um, <clears throat> Kip Sabian and Havoc. It was awesome, man. I, I really enjoyed this match. You know, uh, who, who ended up winning this one? I think... I think the Best Friends won this one, yes. Yeah, the Best Friends won this one. And it was Chuck Taylor, I believe, uh, he... Um, he beat uh, Havoc, Jimmy Havoc. All right. So uh, next up, the, the promo for uh, Scorpio. Like a whole video vignette for him. I like the first know? one, but the but the second one, I, I think I was pretty over with. I mean, I'm just like they're really trying to push this dude right now. I'm like, oh, okay. So let's let's comment out. Let's get him back into wrestling first. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, Let's we'll, get him back on the screen. We don't need this much stuff on the dude. Yeah, exactly. Um, this would work better if we had all the fans there. Um, but uh, we'll see what what's in store then. I mean, if you're going to put these vignettes out there, these videos, does that mean that uh, the other two are going to turn on him eventually? Who knows? And, you know... Well, thank God for MJF. He saved the day right after that, right? <laughs> <laughs> he makes me laugh. That dude is making me laugh right now <laughs> with everything that he's doing. Supposedly, he's really injured right now, though. <laughs> he's just making fun of his hangnail or <laughs> supposedly, supposedly, he is injured. I don't know uh, the extent of it, but I do know that he is injured right now. But uh, what he's doing right now in those vignettes are pretty funny, though. <laughs> I mean, so behind me, there was a guy on a little, little motorbike, whatever, and he was in jorts, Florida for you. And he had like a, <laughs> he had like a little mullet, too. In, in what? Right behind me uh, in the garage. There's like, you hear the motor? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard it just now. You got some jorts and a mullet. 
He doesn't live in this community. I'm telling you that. <laughs> That's Florida for you. That's Florida for you, man. Yo, you have a development right there, and then right outside of the development, you got uh, trailers and everything. Trailers. You know what I mean? Not going to lie. You see a lot. We have that around us, too. But uh, next up, we had Sean Spears. Sean Spears, he was going against a jobber. And I think that's the only reason why I graded um, AEW. They're, they're pushing way too many of these jobber matches. Yeah, and it's like, is it that they don't have enough talent? Or are they trying to push new talent? I don't know what they're trying to do. Yeah. But it's like, you know, Sean Spears deserves better. What, what are you doing with this dude right now, you know? Sean Spears, he's stuck in, in limbo. One week, they make him seem like he's uh, the next up-and-coming up thing. I mean, whatever happened to him looking for a tag team partner? That all mm-hmm. ended, you know? Uh, why hasn't he having gotten a, a, a tag team partner right now? Yeah, why? You know? So, uh, next up, we had uh, the exalted one, Brody Lee versus Marco Stunt. This would have been fun, but... Uh, if it was able to play out a little bit better. But right now they're pushing Brody Lee, man, and every week he's he's squashing over these uh these people. So well, like why face Marco's stunt again? Like I wasn't a fan of this match. Yeah, you know, I wasn't they're either. talking about like again, like look how tiny this guy is. Mm-hmm. You think he's got any chance against Brody Lee? Like <laughs> but I'm a hundred pounds. But I'm guessing that, you know, they're just trying to really establish him as a, one of the top heels in AEW. Yeah. So, you know, he, he's been getting win after win after win after win. It's going to be interesting to see uh, who actually challenges him uh, first. Like, who's you know, going to be Cody? I think it's going to be Cody. You think it's going to be Cody? Cody's like that, that sacrificial person that they're – he's like the John Cena over here, you know. <laughs> You got to make your name against a big person when you come in. And that was John Cena in WWE. That used to be him. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone picks a fight against John Cena first. Yep. I think in AEW, it's going to be Cody. Yeah. Cody's your dude. So uh, coming up next, we had uh, Lance Archer versus uh, Dustin Rhodes. And uh, this was uh, the main event. You had uh, Lance Archer come out here, and he looks strong. He's in the finals right now. Um, spoiler alert, you know, we didn't talk about too much of the match, but uh, this was a pretty good match, though. I mean, Dustin Rhodes led in this match, you know? And I think that's why they saved this to the end, like yeah. for the bleeding, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, it was, I don't mind the ending where it was like he was pounding his head on the mat yeah. over and over again. But is it, I don't know, like, isn't that just as like you're hitting, you know, someone with that? In the head with a chair, uh, concussion like worthy. <laughs> I guess AEW doesn't care about that kind of stuff. No, but he had his hands behind his head. I did notice I that, and he had the hand behind the head, so it wasn't as as fierce. But you did see the blood pouring down from him, and uh, they kind of made it like Cody get- uh, throwing the towel, but then he said no, and then boom. It, it it just didn't play off as good as it should have. Uh, and what bothered me in this matchup was, like, the amount of, you know, you hit your signature move and you kick out a one. Like, you know, how many times, like, they made this, like, a pay-per-view-worthy match, you know, where it wasn't on that level. 
you know, you know, Dustin's talented, but I don't think Vance Archer's that talented where he should be kicking out of everything that Dustin's given him, you know? And it was over and over again in this match. I was like, are you kidding me? He kicked out of that one too in one second. He yeah. did the crossroads and all of a sudden he kicked out in one second. I'm like, he's not that tough. <laughs> so when <laughs> Cody does it, it's gonna he's he gonna do it in a special way where Vance is gonna not kick out of it, you know? I don't know. Well, you might not think that he's the most toughest SOB, but they're pushing him like that. And even your boy, uh, Chris Jericho, he pushed. Yeah. He, loved, he pushed him. He pushes, he pushed him in the last two weeks, making it seem, Oh, I love this Lance Archer. Oh, he's a beast. He's a, you know, he pushes him hard body. Yeah, he did. You know, but that's what Chris is good at. He's trying to do that stuff for these guys and everything. He's putting him over, and he's great on the commentating. You know, without him, like, you know, they're really – it wouldn't be the same. Chris needs to be there commentating right now. Yeah. So, um, we so also – what about – we haven't talked about these Bubbly Bunch videos. I was gonna about to go into that because I know we last missed week – missed out last week. <laughs> last week we missed out talking about it. We remembered to talk about it right after uh, we got off the air. But, uh, you know, last week they had the Flim Flam video. That was great. <laughs> it was all right. It made me laugh, though. It, you know, don't get me wrong. It's uber cheesy, you know, uber cheesy. Um, but it does make you laugh, just like what you said. This yeah, it was just like a corny video. It was like a Brady Bunch video type thing. This week was a little bit better because it involved many other people that are not involved in uh, AEW. You had Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. With the a Manitoba Mayhem, right? Wasn't it called Manitoba Mayhem? I think that was the name of it. Yep. And then you had uh, all all these other stars too. So it was it was interesting. This one, um, for me, it gets a little too corny once he's doing the the actual thing. You know, he builds up throughout the throughout the show. So normally this is towards the end, but. Um, I don't know. Once once it starts going, it just gets too corny. But it pulls you in. It makes you laugh. I remember the point of it, you know, just to just have you smile for yeah. a second. And it, it, fun of the they're they're not making fun of, it, but it's like the whole quarantine thing. Yeah. So this is the way things got to be right now. So yeah. it's making kind of making light of that at the same time. So yeah. So um, no, it definitely was interesting. I mean, I'm not going going to lie. Um, um, even though it's corny, it makes you laugh, you know? It does. Uh, it, it does. All right, so let's go to uh, NXT. And by far, I'm not going to lie, I think we both thought that NXT was the the better show. Uh, at the end of the week, AEW still won in the ratings, I believe, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, second week in a row. Uh, but pretty much they AEW has been on a roll. They lost, I believe, like one week here, one week uh, several months ago. So AEW by far is killing it right now. But NXT puts on amazing shows. And I just think that it's just because AEW is new that everyone is gravitating towards that. But yeah. but NXT man, the the performances that they had, even even today, uh, this week, man, 
they started off with um, uh, the interim cruiserweight tournament, right? You had uh, El Hijo del Fantasma versus uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. And, yo, they started off strong because this was a good match, man. I don't care. That was a great match. Yeah. I am. I'm I'm happy Swerve's getting his push. That He deserves it. And that's what. And that's. And that's who uh, who deserved it. Swerve got the victory over Phantasma. I'm still not impressed with Phantasma, bro. No, and I think it's he hasn't. It's like just a brand new guy that they just brought in. Yeah, you know, he hasn't faced these talents before, probably. And so I think that's what the issue is. And that's you're right, but. His promos and his vignette video vignettes are awesome. Yeah. It gets me excited. You know, uh the last couple of weeks you have all these masked men coming and attacking him. It's like, yo, what the Lord, one, yeah. you guys are trying to start a story even when it, you shouldn't have to start a story yet. Yeah. Uh Phantasma. Okay. I know of the history. Didn't really watch uh, the Phantasma, but the Lijo, I'm thinking I'm about to see the second coming of uh, Ray Phoenix, and I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. No, I'm not either, no. I'm not seeing it. I mean, he's a he's a decent Mexican wrestler, but I'm not seeing the craziness. And it could be what you're saying. He doesn't have very good communication with these guys. It, it's just started, but... Uh, you know, I'm not seeing the crazy high flying. You know, the guy comes into the ring for cape on, bro. Yeah, and you know? he, and it's not like this guy's maybe in Mexico he's like this talked about guy, but it's not like someone we've heard about yeah. that we were thinking. You know, that's going to be coming up soon. Like we're excited about. I'm like, who is this famous? In, in the in the history of the luchadors, his dad is famous. Yeah, he's a god, but. But so is other people's Alberto Del Rio. No, 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 that's true. But his dad has has a name for himself in there. So I didn't follow I obviously his son, but I knew of his dad's name. You know, yeah. His dad's name had a respect. But it's a recipe for disaster for you to come onto the show with a cape. I'm sorry. You know, you see the promos with him in, in a suit. I would be more impressed if he came to the ring with a suit, flip it off just like an Angel Garza. You know what I mean? Yeah. Came in, in into that way. When you came in with a cape and you're looking like a, 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 a broke down, not well, not a broke down. You're looking like a Lucha Libre, but just more fit. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't go. It doesn't go. You can't. Be, this was good though. It wasn't bad. You can't be a heel. And coming to the ring with a cape, bro. Yeah, you, know? you can't. No. Unless, unless you're you're coming in as Hunter Hearns, Hunter uh, Hearns Helmsley when he came in. That he, didn't help him either. Yeah, that didn't help him either. <laughs> when he came in like that, it didn't help him. We yeah. were like, "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> so I was definitely um, surprised. I, you know, when um, the Eho. El hijo de Fantasma won his first uh, match. I was like, "Oh snap! They're they're gonna push this guy." Because yeah. then all of a sudden we saw the vignettes before, and I'm like, "Oh snap! They're gonna..." And then he lost. 
He lost, he lost against uh, Swerve. And then Swerve at the end of the match talking about, like, you know, if, you, if you're going to build a team, you're going to want to build it with me because I'm going to take that last shot. <laughs> and, you know, that's the thing. Like, this whole tournament, I feel like it's going to be a close thing. Like, you know, they're all going to face each other, and then it's going to be like, oh, they're going to be off by one win or yeah. something. That's, that's, yeah, that's, what, that's what they're setting up for. I don't think yes. anyone except maybe um, there might be one or two guys that's undefeated, but I think – but the rest of the guys, it's going to be pretty close. Yeah. And I think that's – and uh, I was watching it this week, and I was like, well, they just threw wrenches in everything. Yeah. Because no one, no one's coming off with a 2-0 victory. So then all of a sudden, it's going to be to that last week where you have these two different matches where someone might be able to come out with the win, and that's how they're going to determine it. Yeah. So let's get off into the next match. I mean, next match was good too. We had uh, the reintroduction of Candice LeRae, new music, new look. You had uh, Johnny Gargano introduce her into the ring, which I enjoyed. Yeah, it was great. I enjoyed yeah. it. Like, you know, this is great for Candice. I think this is going to be huge for her. I think she so too. She's going to be a top heel now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she was going against. Uh, Casey Catanzaro. Yeah. I have I have love for Casey because uh I'm a big Ricochet's uh, wife? No. I'm a big uh <laughs> Ninja Warrior yeah. fan. You know, so I've I knew her before all this. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember her from that too. You know? So um you know, obviously it was it was a change of style between the both of them. You know, uh, Candice LeRae definitely changed her style up too, so which is great, good for her. And she needed that. She's got that heel style now. Yep. She definitely needed that. Um, I I enjoyed it more just because of the re. We we were waiting to see where they were going with Casey. Yeah. Due to the fact that they had these already these shows pre-recorded, they weren't able to build up Casey the way that she should have been built up. So with this match and her coming out to new music, new look, it definitely helped her in that way. I was like, okay, here we go. Let's see where we go from here. You know what I'm saying? So uh, next up. We had the whole uh, Timothy Thatcher, Matt Riddle sh- with the Newly Bros show. What were your thoughts on that, man? It is what it is, you know. Riddle's just corny in the first place. <laughs> yes, that's and that's where I came from. I was like, okay, yeah, it, 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 it's corny. This is Matt Riddle. Even that old Bobby Fish thing that he did before. Yeah. You know that song about I'm like, this is stupid. I thought so too. I'm not, yeah. I I wasn't a fan of it. They uh obviously enjoy Matt Riddle. They know, you know, Matt Riddle has had out of every su- superstar that we've seen, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, uh Shayna Baszler, um all these other superstars that came from UFC or, or some type of mixed martial arts, yeah. Ronda Rousey, I believe, 
he has been the one that impressed me the most. And that's saying big. Uh, it's saying his first couple of matches, even when it was on NXT, uh, even about a year ago, the match that he put on uh, on uh, on TakeOver, by far superior than uh, anything uh, any of these other athletes in, in their first early careers has pulled on. Oh, totally. Uh, and you, you can know? tell he's got a love for pro wrestling because – he was part of like Evolve and everything before. Yeah. You know, because he came up with these other guys like Keith Lee and all of them. Yeah. So he's worked his butt off before NXT. Yeah. And um, and this is just me going off topic because, you know, earlier this week, uh, last week, I believe it was a, a month ago, I was listening to, to uh, what's this called? What's the show called? Bust It Open. And yeah. And all they talk about is how on uh, how Ronda Rousey had one of the best first time in ring uh, in ring debuts. You know, everyone talks about that match that she had with uh, with uh, Triple H and uh, uh, yeah. I was I didn't come away impressed with that. Yeah. Okay. And. You know they 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 claim it, it, it it's her that you know she had the best in ring debut but you know for me it's this guy right here Matt Riddle yeah but I think with the with them saying that because like Matt Matt Riddle had more experience wrestling than yeah yeah he did he did he was out there before practicing and doing matches before that yeah I think with you know Ronda Rousey they wanted to keep her a secret so she yeah. never really had matches on NXT. She never got to prep for it. She did it behind the scenes with these guys because they wanted to keep it special. So when she actually put on her first match, it was like, oh, crap, she isn't bad. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't as bad of a train wreck like we all thought it was going to be. Yeah. You know? and, and you're probably right about that. You know, I haven't seen uh, Matt Riddle's first match in uh, Evolve where he was uh, previously. So you, you, you're probably right about that. Um. But the only bad part I have about Matt Riddle is the corniness, like like, like what you said, bro. Yeah, I was like, I don't really want to listen to this. Like, and he just like it's a dead joke, and he just keeps going with it more and more. I'm like, ah, oh, let's stop, let's stop. Where, but he just keeps going with them. Like, okay, let's keep going. With <laughs> but I think that's his character, you know. Yeah. So at the end, he uh, he got beat up uh, by Emporium. We'll see where. Yeah. Where did they go with that? Oh, so here we go. Let's go to the the match. Uh, The reason why I was like, yo, I have to watch NXT. And uh, I judged it uh, the week before. Uh, You know, Mia Yim uh, and her performance leading up to this match. I felt that uh, it was disappointing. You know, you want to see a strong performance uh, against someone that's about to go to uh, the elite level, go up to going against Charlotte Flair. And that's what we're, we're, what we're talking about right now. Charlotte Flair versus Mia Yim. So with that being said, tell me what you're thinking, bro. No, uh, it wasn't a bad match. I think Mia Yim put on a good match. Um, and really, I think this is all for Charlotte. Charlotte's, I think I'm going to go through – one talent after the other in NXT. 
until she gets back to Rhea Ripley and Rhea Ripley dethrones her. But it, it is, but at the same time, it's building up all these girls in NXT whenever they have to face Charlotte. So Mia Yim has gotten a big like push, promos, you know, all these video stuff. Io Shirai is getting the same thing. It's talking about each girl as they're going. So I think this is great for the women's division. You know, even though Mia Yim didn't win, I think this is a great rub on her because she got to face Charlotte. Charlotte's a star. She's a main star, and it wasn't a short match. It was a pretty good long match, the two of them. So what about you? What do you think? I thought it, it helped out uh, me again. Uh, I I was still kind of upset because – I felt that uh, Mia Yim had some awesome performances with uh, some other superstars. Okay. They still work good together. Yeah. Um, you know, Mia Yim is stuck in uh, in a very uh, weird place right now. You know, they've pushed her on two different occasions. Uh, she hasn't been able to get the brass ring. Uh, who knows why? I just don't see her as the star you think she should be. I, I think know. she should be because, you know, in some of her top matches, it's it's been awesome. But, but, but like, you know, she is like, she doesn't have those mic skills either, you know. She yeah. should have them. Yeah. Like, I think that's where she's going wrong right now. She doesn't have the mic skills that she needs, you know. You don't see them, put, they do videos on her rather than give her the mic. Yeah, but how many how many uh, actual females in NXT actually have the mic skills to continue? Like Candice is one of them. Candice LeRae, they've been giving yeah, her the mic. Hold on, hold on. But that is a video vignette. Anyone yeah. no, who looks like a superstar. Ricochet looked yeah. like a superstar doing a video vignette. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, Candice is getting the mic here and there more. Dakota is, too. Dakota's getting the mic a little bit more. But, honestly, none of the females in NXT are except Rhea. Rhea's getting it, and yeah. it was – what's her name? Um, Bianca was getting it, too, for a little while. But you see, when you start counting down all these females who you'll be like, oh, man, she's killing it right now. They're both – You can't give Eo the mic. You can't give Eo the mic. Uh -huh. Like, she can't. You saw what she did at the end of the thing, you know? It was another Asuka thing, you know, like yelling in yeah. Japanese. Why do you need to yell in Japanese, you know? Um, I think uh, WWE is just like, yo, we're not going to put any type of discrimination. Go ahead and do what, what you guys do. Uh, but at the same time, that why not have uh, more managers involved where they could talk for these individuals? Yeah. If that's what they're weak at, let's have someone else talk for you then. Exactly. You know, but you're right. They already have it set up for uh, Charlotte and uh, Io Shirai. I can't wait to see how this is going to perform. But I, I think, think that's going to be a pretty good match, though, the two of them. Together. I feel, look, man, but you know what? This is the first time these two have worked with each other. Um, language barrier. I don't know. There's no way Eo's winning, but you know. Yeah, exactly. Eo's not winning. Uh, this is a this is a match that you would rather see at Takeover 
one where both of these matches, the match today, you rather see at TakeOver. Yeah. You rather see them these uh, Mia Yim and uh, Charlotte Flair talking it over for a good three weeks on how they're going to perform in these matches. Because it would have been a lot better. It would probably be on TakeOver if it wasn't for the quarantine. Yeah. It probably all would be on TakeOver if it wasn't for the quarantine. I think it ruined some plans. And they're like, all right, let's just go with it and yeah. see what happens. But that's what I'm saying. So in a, in a sense, it's ruining what, what um, were pretty much brought um, NXT to the table, those, yeah. those TakeOver matches. It was. And you know, they'll they'll get back to it though, you know. It just sucks where what it's come to. No, it definitely does. I mean, because just like what we talked about. They're doing the best they can though. They are. And I don't think Mia Yim came out looking bad in this. So I think it didn't make her more of a star after this match was over. Yeah. But she's gonna have to go to the back of the line now. Yeah. For a little so, bit. So next up, uh who I think is going to be, you know, um, let's say, Shawn Michaels. They asked Shawn Michaels, who do they think that is going to be one of the next big uh, NXT stars? The next match had one of those individuals, Dexter Loomis versus Shane. Yeah. He looks great. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm happy for this dude, you know. And I remember this this character, he started developing in TNA. And I'm surprised WWE doesn't realize he developed this character in TNA. And he's going with this, still here. <laughs> mm. And they're letting it happen. You know how they don't like TNA stuff. Yo, I love it. I love the whole gimmick. This is like uh, a, how uh, Velveteen Dream as a heel would have worked in a sense. But this he's in a little bit more creepier mode. You know what I mean, and it's like he's not a heel or a face. He's like the just a creepy dude. Yeah, and I'm loving it, man. I I, I like Dexter Loomis. I mean, we saw him wrestle. We, uh, we, you know, the music vibe, the way that he was going around, and I saw potential. And they're going with him, um, especially with what's going on with uh, Velveteen Dream late as of lately. I I see Dexter Loomis being uh, the breakout star this year. Yeah, it could be for NXT, definitely. I see him being a breakout star just because of what's going on with Velveteen. I, see, I, see him being, I see him being called up. Like, you know, he should be on the main roster. Like, I think more on SmackDown than Raw, but I could see him being up there in the next year. Yeah. He keeps going the way he is. But I do want to see him with the NXT title sooner or later we'll before see. he does that. <laughs> We'll see how not on on what they do with him because obviously right now he's in limbo. He sided with um, Velveteen Dream. They really At haven't, point, really, and that's the that. thing. They haven't really explained it, you know. Yeah. Because he went from being a heel to now being siding with uh, Velveteen, and then having some beef with the Undisputed Era. So you don't know where they're gonna go with him. I mean. Yeah. In the next couple of weeks, they're just going to be like, okay, you're going to be a heel now. And then he'll do the heel tendencies. Or, hey, 
do what you're doing right now and eventually we'll see where they go up afterwards you know yeah but not I'm, I'm happy for the dude i think at least they're pushing him a little bit let's keep doing let's see where this goes um but i do want to see him at least with the north american title let's see maybe keep Lee against him or something um i think that'd be our first good step for the dude I don't see well, Lee. I see Keith Lee losing it, and then afterwards, him beating the person who uh, that beat Keith Lee. You think it'll be Damian Priest? Mm-hmm. Dexter against Damian. I I wanted it to be Damian Priest. Now I think it's going to be uh, Dyka Jovic. I think Dyka Jovic is going to come from behind. Because of the fact that you know we're gonna delve into it, uh, what happened today? But I feel like they done a Money in the Bank for NXT too, like uh, NXT type Money in the Bank. Yeah, they had one for the women's for the number one contender. It would be nice to have uh, a Money in the Bank with the, the NXT. I agree. Guys, yeah. I agree. So next up, we had Drake Maverick versus Tony Nice. Surprise! Surprise! Drake gets a win. I mean, who knows what WWE is thinking? Maybe they think, hey. Honestly, give him the title. Let's I, give him the I, title, and that's like one of those stories, you know. Hey, I, you know, <laughs> he, he's a new cruiserweight champion. He got his contract back. He won it back. You know, why not? I love it. I love it. He's had the uh, to earn a contract before in the past he with WWE. He's had to earn a contract in the in, in the past with WWE when he was uh on the main roster. I love it with him trying to do it in NXT. Um to be honest with you. But what if he pla- what if this was planned by WWE at him? Hey, go make a video of you crying or something, and then we're gonna push the heck out of you. If he if they thought that, I'm just gonna be like, oh my goodness. This is why I put him in the Cruiserweight Championship tournament. Yeah. That's like messed up. They totally <laughs> messed up with him. Yes. They I did. feel like that was storyline on that. It seems more and more like it. Yeah, it does. By giving him this win, you you have already uh, introduced those thoughts into my head. Yeah. Because the first match he lost, and yeah. we're like, all right, he's good. And yeah. then the second match, okay, he used to be Tony Nese. One of the favorites in this. Exactly. And that was one of my favorites. I mean, you might as yeah. well just give it back to one of the old champions, you know what I mean, and start rebuilding him. And yeah. That's- it's wild. Yep. But, you know, I'm happy for Drake. You know, let's see where this goes. So, you know. So, this other match, and this was, this could have been a takeover match. Yeah. Keith Lee versus Damian Priest. And it's like, why Why do they have to do this now? I guess you, they can't have a takeover for a while, so maybe they're just throwing this up. This is dumb still trying to compete with AEW. They're putting out all these powerful matches, but a lot of those fans in the midweek, they're going to pull to AEW and see what's different. And this this thing, like, you know, like, I record both. Like, I honestly don't watch either of them on Wednesday. Yeah. I I watch other stuff on Wednesday. Like, I want to just watch and be able to forward through the matches. So I don't watch either of them on Wednesday night. 
because mm-hmm. I don't have time to flip back and forth. Like the first two weeks when that happened, I did. Well, like, you know, I'm in bed watching something with my wife, like some paranormal stuff. That's what I'm doing at nighttime, like ghost hunters. That's what I watch on Wednesday. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm watching uh, right now, me and my, uh, me and my wife, we're binge watching our frontier. So I watch NXT at a different time. I record them. And then I watch. I heard after watching, like I watch it myself. I'll watch it usually in my garage while I'm working out or something. You know, it's going to be on in the background there while I'm watching, you know, working out. So I do. Uh, obviously, I work from home, so I, I'll play it in the background as I'm uh, as I'm uh, working with students. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I think uh, when it comes to the battle between AEW and NXT, I believe that uh, NXT puts on the better matches. Uh, AEW yeah. right now has the better storyline and content, and who would have thought that? Because AEW a few we- uh, months ago, we were like, okay, so where are they going with the storyline? What's going on? But they put on a better uh, uh, storyline and background when it comes to that. They did, yeah. You know, and that that's the one main difference. Like NXT is going to be your better wrestling show all week, but yeah, your better storyline show is going to be. AEW, and then Raw and SmackDown is kind of your middle. And you can't tell me that WWE is not really trying to battle and and demolish uh, AEW when they're putting these type of NXT takeover matches on a regular AEW show. It's true, and it's like, but the thing is, like you know, with they don't have a takeover planned. When's the next takeover? You know. The next takeover is not going to happen until SummerSlam. Mark my words. Yeah, it's like they don't have any plan. So it's like, all right, we started this storyline. Okay, we're going to have to finish it now. Like, what are you going to do in between? You know, you don't have any other wrestlers to come in to wrestle. That's the thing. They've laid off a whole bunch of people. And then who are you going to have come wrestle in between to push these storylines? There's so much wrestling, pro wrestling gone. And they're, like, trying their best with what they have right now. So it's like, all right, we're going to just – skip through storylines real quick now. <laughs> it's like a Rolodex. It's like going through over and over again. So we've been talking about the drama, but let's get to this match. It was um, Keith Lee versus Damian Priest. It was an A-plus match, man. Oh, it was. It was great. Yeah, I mean, you, you saw the athleticism of uh, Keith Lee throughout the match. Uh, you saw how Priest is. Priest you know, Priest to me is a total package, man. He's got the look, the body, the promo. You know, he is Dominic Djokovic. Like, you know, these guys, the three of them, you know, I have a feeling next is going to be a triple threat between the three of these guys. Yeah, but you know what? Dominic is just not there on the mic yet. He's He's getting better, though. He is getting better. He is. They're giving him a chance, but Priest and Lee? Man, they, they, uh, they, I'm trying to look for, um, something to say about them, but those, they're light years ahead of them. Yeah. Yeah. Light years ahead of them. Keith League walks in with swag. Priest walks in with swag. Um, Priest has that deep voice. It, it, it's not made. That's just his voice. That's him. You know, that's just him, and it works. 
He there is no him like with uh, Keith Lee. Keith Lee's got to be able to project his persona. Priest yeah. is is like literally it's like him just talking, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the body and everything like he's got this like he, he like I hate calling him fat, but he's fat and he's strong too. He's strong, but yeah. he is fat too. Like he has to have a persona. Damon Priest, he just has that look. Like I'm gonna beat your ass, and he's got that swag and everything about him. It just hey, we can't we cannot diminish what Keith Lee does. I mean, he, no, I can't. Like he's he, a great. Wrestler. He throws himself around like he's 175 pounds. Yeah. I'm like, the guy's got the, the body like him and he's doing what he's doing. I'm like, oh, wow. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. I got but like, imagine if he just got like a, you know, what if he had like a Bobby Lashley body or like, you know. <laughs> uh, In due time. You know, like I get, like I'm gonna do my body analysis right now. What he works oh, out. Here we go. So he, he doesn't work out his chest. I can tell that he works out his arms definitely. But he just has his like brute strength about him. He's not like, and he doesn't squat or anything like that either. That's the thing about him. <laughs> Yo, no, no. Well, look, no, look. The I thing can't... is, he's got this brute strength. That's what he's got about him. I can't knock it. And I, you know, I, I understand where you're coming from, but you know what? But I'm not. He probably I, works. I don't know how he does all the stuff he does. He probably works out like Otis, bro. Yeah, yeah that's why I don't know how he does some of the stuff he, he does. Works, like he, he works out like Otis. He didn't, Otis can't do flips. But when he does yeah. like a flip, I'm like, how do you guys do this yeah. shit? <laughs> you know? But that's just the. Wow. Uh, that's just the athleticism that he's already built. Uh, we all know that he came from Evolve, and in Evolve, they have all those high flyers. Um, you know, uh, and he played football, right? huh? Play football? Didn't uh, he? He might have. I thought he was a football player before all this. But he is very athletic. So when it comes to that, yes. But he probably trains. Uh, he probably trains just like Otis. Otis, yo, he's no slouch in the gym. The problem with Otis is his meals. Mm-hmm. I've I, I see his meals, bro. This guy eats like the power lifter, like he's like he's about to win the world strong. Yeah, yeah. And that's what he does, you know? And you know, obviously not, like Keith Lee doesn't have a power lifter body though. Yeah. It's like Keith Lee's enjoying what he eats. Mm-hmm. And he's drinking, you know, like we do, but he's just enjoying at the same That's time. Like he's not watching his diet, but I he's got like a big body. He's got my brother's body. <laughs> <laughs> well, every every time, bro, every time you come back to it, you got to come back and mention Vic. <laughs> no, he, like my brother works out everything, but with this quarantine, they got similar bodies over there. <laughs> you you went from this. I'm just gonna put it out. You went from uh, comparing him to uh, Abdullah to right now also comparing him to Keith Lee, which I think Keith Lee is a compliment, don't you think? I think so too. <laughs> 
the only reason I said Abdullah before was like out of the three of us, the only one that could pull off Abdullah was my brother. Probably <laughs> right about that because uh in, in quarantine, I've actually I've actually lost fifteen pounds in quarantine. So <laughs> Well, I probably lost 15 pounds of muscle in quarantine. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not thin, but uh, I did lose some pounds, and I have been watching my calories except for when I do these uh, podcasts on the weekend. I tend to indulge a little bit, and this week was my wife's the birthday. The weekends is what sucks. Yeah, know? the weekends is what kills me. The week, uh, all uh, Monday through Friday, the time that we have all day long. It just, it sucks. And I'm ready to get back to normal life. I need to get back to, I need my gym time. Like my three hours of gym time a day, I need that again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't have that. But uh, what kills me on the weekend is, uh, one, Saturday I do these uh, podcasts. So I don't do my uh, intermittent fasting at night. And then, uh, so that means also that on Sunday I'm not doing that. So I'll restrict myself all these calories from the beginning of the week. And then all of a sudden, uh, at the end of the week, uh, you know, I kill it, you know, one of these days, I'll, I'll get good for your body though. Like your body's in shock. You're putting in the shock on the weekends. And then all of a sudden the weekday comes back and you're doing your fasting again. It's I'm not going to lie. My body, uh, does get, it's probably going to get in shock tomorrow. Uh, what yeah. doing with this podcast is going to be like, yo, what the hell are you doing right now? <laughs> All right, we got one more story to talk about real quick. Yeah, real quick. Yeah, real quick because I also gotta I gotta see about putting the little one down and uh, the missus probably looking at this and be like, yo, I could only do uh frozen one and frozen two and then I gotta <laughs> I gotta put her down. Uh, like asked me, hey, what time like we should be done by eight o'clock. We have like one more show to go. That was like <laughs> that was we got an NXT at eight forty or seven forty. <laughs> And that's how the podcasts go, man. I mean, uh, pretty soon like we ran through AEW, and then all of a sudden NXT took like like forty minutes. Well, we also started like forty minutes just uh, shooting a fan with our fans. Yeah, but we did good on that. We got it was till NXT, but we talked. You know, it was good combo though on the NXT part. You know, yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, let's uh, run through SmackDown uh, real fast. Uh, Daniel Bryan comes off. He cuts a promo talking about how he's going to win money in the bank. And all of a sudden, he goes with Corbin. You know, him and Corbin actually had a good match, bro. Yeah, and Corbin, like, people got to give him – it's like, you know, he's a good talent, like a great heel. Like, he keeps getting better and better. Like, I'm I'm proud of how far this guy has come. I am – like, I, am, I can't wait to see the – I can't wait to see the title on the dude. I, I I wouldn't, you know. Obviously, um, we had Daniel Bryan. He joked about that, right? Yeah. And it's a sore subject for him, you know. He'll be um, one of those guys that lost money in the bank. Yeah, but Corbin, ever since that, transformed himself tremendously, bro. They yeah, they did a they did a uh, disservice to him by losing it. But in the aftermath, it it increases value even more. Yeah, it did. You know what I mean? And then the whole like him with Kurt Angle and everything. Yep. That did it well. You know, that was a huge storyline for him. 
but yeah. he took advantage of everything he's gotten and he's ran with it and he's done well. Good for him though. Yep. Definitely like this match. Uh, it ended up uh, via disqualification. It's sad to see that way, but you know how wrestling is. They have uh, something entailed eventually where, you know. Prop- well, that's the WWE way. Like, yeah. you don't see that happen in AEW. That's the yeah. WWE way. Yep. You don't want to make either guy look bad. So, so next we had, uh, by far, I was so uh, uber- I was so excited to see this happen. We finally had the Firefly Funhouse uh, with us, uh, uh, with a real good, episode, real good episode with Braun. Braun going out there, then uh, getting interrupted by Bray. Bray telling the story of uh, the Black Sheep. It was awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was great. Like, there's he's so. Bray is just so good at what he's doing, and he's got to be in charge of this creative on this and making all the storylines up. Like, I feel like he's sitting at home writing up the stuff that he's going to say. But he, this is great what Bray's doing. Yo, he probably and, has, he probably has the set of the, the Fire Five Fun house at his uh, house right now in the basement. Because he doesn't have to go show up to the show until they say, hey, we need an appearance by Bray. You know, because they probably know that he is gold. He is liquid gold right now. The dude lives in Florida too, so he's not like he's far away from exactly. Area. He he is liquid gold right now. WWE they didn't um, they didn't invent Matt Hardy when he was going through his transformation. Yeah, they invented uh, Bray Wyatt. They did. They allowed him to do this, and he's he, he's done perfectly. They're rolling with it. They gave him his own little segment on WrestleMania this year. It it hit I like fire. Yeah, but this storyline, I love it though. It comes I back to yes. the whole history of these two. Yes. So like, who knew that could even they could even make it work? But Bray knew this was the way to go. Hey, we need to bring it back to the beginning. So tell me this. Does Bray retain? I think so. Oh, oh, I said Bray retain. I mean, does Bray should win it? Bray's gonna win it. I think Bray's gonna win it. Mm. Which should set up for Roman nicely later. Yeah. Hmm. Because Bray knows Bray knows Braun's weaknesses and all that kind of stuff, so. He knows what he needs to do. I think Bray is definitely winning this one. Okay. And I hope this is like a regular match, not the John Cena type match that he had. <laughs> Just a normal match between the two of them. We'll see where they go from here. You know what I mean? It's definitely definitely interesting. Um, obviously, with Roman being out of the picture, once we get to live shows come the the – the summer, I, uh, yeah, you're you're probably right. I think Bray gets the title again, just so that they could uh, push Roman Reigns over this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's so sad, but it's all good. I mean, um, you yeah. know, Kane, Kane, and the Undertaker didn't didn't carry the title 
all the time. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that Braun is the Undertaker, but uh, maybe he's Kane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, next up, we had uh, Sheamus versus uh, Jeff Hardy. You know what I mean? We, we, we've been looking at this for weeks. I mean, there's no surprise here. You know, Sheamus was going against a jobber at the end of his match. They're over there talking about Jeff Hardy. We already know what's going on over here. Yeah. There is no, there's no surprise here. So uh, the next one, we uh, had the Money in the Bank qualifying match, uh, Mandy Rose versus Carmella. It's funny. You, you said uh, you had Sheamus against Jeff Hardy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I said Sheamus versus a, a jobber. Yeah, but you said Jeff, Jeff Hardy. We're setting up for Jeff Hardy, though, still. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's coming for your next pay-per-view. Yeah. So uh, we had the Money in the Back qualifier match, uh, the female, Mandy Rose versus Carmella. To be honest with you, I liked how they switched it up, but at the same time, I felt that Mandy should have won it. I don't know about you. What were you thinking, bro? I think so. I think Mandy should have won it. And I feel like Shayna should have been in the Money in the Bank, too. Like, you know, they should both be fighting for that and let them, like, have fun at the corporate building. Yeah. I think it's too soon that they didn't, like, do that. They should have had both of them win. Yeah. Qualify. I felt that uh, Mandy Rose has been on a robe as of lately before this. Obviously, you can't take that away from Mandy right now when she's like the face, you know. She came in walking like a face. She changed her real, uh, uh, her ring gear. She's blue, you know. She more heelish would have been gold, yeah. but, but, I loved it at the same time on how they switched. She's like more gentle, like her eyes are blue, and then it matches her attire yes. and everything, you know. Yes, but. <laughs> You know, at the same time, I wanted Mandy Rose to qualify, but it, they did so well by by putting a curve over here. And uh, so, uh, Sonya Deville, yo, she came out strong as hell again. And it's funny with Sonya too; like she's posting stuff on like yeah now that's like more Mandy stuff. Main stuff Mandy would be posting. Yeah, I'm like, oh snap, Sonya. Yeah. But she's also posting like she like she's gone full heel on that. Yeah, she is. You know what I mean? So we'll see. I mean, um Carmella ended up uh, with the win. I'm not really impressed to see Carmella in the money in the bank. Yes, she was a surprise to win it. Just someone else to throw in there. Yeah. But she's someone else to throw in there. Hey, what would you think? Like, hey, if like, you know, Carmella all of a sudden needs to be replaced and you got a Ronda Rousey that comes in. <laughs> well, that's you throwing uh, the wrench into it, everything. Because yeah. with all the heat Ronda Rousey's gone lately, yeah. What do you think about that? You know, it would be interesting, but we'll see what what happens. I mean, it could happen. You know, I think you're thinking a little too much into it, but you know what? I've been. I don't think for that. You've proven me wrong before, so <laughs> that I have but to. I like, I don't think it's time for Rhonda to show up just yet, but. Yeah, but who knows? All right, so but we had. Uh, up with all the comments she's made lately. Yeah. 
I think it, that's going to happen. Uh, it's coming soon. They wouldn't have had to make those comments if it wasn't. Yeah. It's coming. I well, You know what? To be honest with you, if we were going to talk about Ronda Rousey being back in WWE, I see it happening in the new year. I see. I see. Uh, just what we explained earlier with uh, Shayna Baszler winning it at SummerSlam. I see her winning it there, having a nice little run. Someone, some, fi- uh, ba- uh, well, not Bailey, Becky, knowing that we're getting close to uh, WrestleMania season, winning it maybe at uh, the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Who knows? Yep. And speaking about like you know returns. Uh, I read a report today. Uh, Corey Graves is training. Oh, <laughs> yes. And there was a report before that, you know, he was getting motivated after seeing uh, Edge come back. Yeah, so he's training. Hopefully, hoping to come back. We'll he see. was a good wrestler. I've seen him live wrestling. When, I, when he used to come to St. Augustine for NXT, I've mm-hmm. seen him live before. And he's a good wrestler. Okay. So let's go over here. Let's let's finish it on in. Let's let's put it on in because you know it's getting late. Yep. So eight thirty. We have uh, the new day. They uh, over here uh, going against the Forgotten Sons. I am so glad that yo the Forgotten Son has gotten like this big of a push, bro. Yeah, they need they need a big tag team like this coming in, like someone new injected in there. Because yeah. I'm tired of seeing the new day and the Usos fighting. Yeah. Over again, they need to put them on different like shows. Yeah. Why are they on the show? You they know, they shouldn't be. They they jacked up right there because uh, we're tired of watching them. all these things. You know what I mean? And at, at the same time, um, the new day. Uh, well, actually, uh, the Usos breaking uh, breaking news. One uh, Jimmy, I believe, he got injured. He got injured at uh, the last pay-per-view, so he's going to be out for a few weeks. Yeah. So we'll see where we go from here. At the end of the day, on on this match, the Forgotten Sons, they defeated the New Day, which is big because uh, you have this tag team that all of a sudden just came this uh, couple weeks ago, and they already beat the tag team champs. And they weren't getting this big of a push in NXT. Then all of a sudden – you're beating the, mm-hmm. you know, the new, yeah. That's the thing. You weren't, you were, you were doing good in NXT, but you weren't facing anyone great. All of a sudden, you come up on the main roster, and then you all of a sudden win against the New Day. That's a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. And we explained about this before because I, I felt that the, the Forgotten Sons they should have gotten a bigger push in, in NXT. Obviously, we had uh, uh, the Undisputed Area, and we had, uh, at that time, we also had the Street Profits there, so many other talent that all of a sudden just moved up to the main roster, and they just moved up to the main roster on SmackDown. Yeah, but the did them good, too. Yes. For the Sons, they needed a tag team, and they're like, okay, let's bring these guys up. All right, so, yo, let's go to the last match. I know I'm speeding up a little bit, but I got to go put the little one down. Money in the Bank qualifier. Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. And I'm, I'm happy that they had to save this to the end, you know. Good for Otis. You yes. Know? 
<laughs> I'm excited at, at Money in the Bank. You know, he's gonna add a different excitement into there. Like Dolph adds like athletes, you know, he's athletic and he's gonna take the biggest bumps. But I wanna see what Otis can do in there. Exactly. Yeah. And Otis, you know, we know he's not gonna win it. Right? Let's be no. flat out. He's not winning this. But I feel like he's gonna stop and eat some steaks and everything and then take it, you know. But <laughs> it, just, will, it would be nice to see a nice Otis bump. Obviously, we know that uh that uh what's his face? Uh Dolph Ziggler, he has his moments in these type of matches. Yeah. They're giving it to someone else. Yeah, and they are. You're like, even though it's not him winning. But for Dolph, too, like, Dolph's in the main storyline, and Dolph knows he doesn't need to win the money bank. So this is like, you know, all right, let's just give it to Otis. If I'm not going to win anyways, why waste my time? The crazy part the crazy part about all this, he killed a hell of a promo with, uh, with Sonya Deville right before this. Yeah, he did. And this is Dolph the – Yes, and this is the problem with Dolph, man. It's always certain circumstances, you know what I mean? Everyone pushing behind Otis, but he's been freaking awesome as of lately. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I just, like, I feel like, you know, maybe Sonya being his valley, like, he was great when he had Vicky with them, yeah. you know? He needs a girl with them. To it would be nice to see how they go with this him. We'll yeah. see how doing it with them. All right. That wraps up uh, the week in wrestling. All right. I'm going to have to try to work on getting a better camera because it's like uber dark over here. I know. It's your, I think it's your lighting, you know. I got to change the light in here. We'll see how it goes. But um, appreciate everyone. Thank you uh, for listening. You know, I mean, if you guys are actually uh, subscribing to the channel, yo, hit a like, hit a comment, please. Tell your friends. See, if you got uh, any other uh, weirdos around you that, uh, that that talk about wrestling, hey, tell them, yo, I got a friend that, do, that does a podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, this might be my full-time job soon, just podcasting. So exactly. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We would only uh, try, uh, we would only hope for that. But you know what? That's the goal, to be honest with you. We're trying to go uh, worldwide. We need you guys' support. I appreciate this. You know what I mean? I I, I love talking about the wrestling and everything over here. And you know what? Uh, Let's get on to next week and see what's going on, bro. All right. Cheers to all the people out there. Happy quarantine. It's all going to be over soon. Hi, cheers. Hi. Take care, everyone. Peace out. Good night.